4: And the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you.
5: And welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Salas. Susan.
0: Hello, American patriots.
5: Okay, what are we talking about this evening?
0: Well, this is the second show of the new year, and we have a lot to talk about. First of all, again, thank you all for global warming. We've had global warming for days.
5: Yes, we don't have one snowmobile that can run right now. So it's kind of getting dicey up here.
0: It is. Anyway, it's Sunday, so we start with a prayer. We're going to jump right into it with the ups and downs for the week because Brian must give you his analysis of an essay called The Real Meaning of Separation of Church and State. Now, I kept this one because I want you to either agree or disagree with this author.
5: I want to know if we have the copy from Tim Curley. I have. I don't have it. He did a whole paper on it.
0: I know, but see, you agree with him. I don't want someone to I agree with I have to agree with, with them. It's history. <laughs> it's correct. I want you to disagree with this guy and tell them what they're getting wrong. Fine. Followed by the Second Amendment report, and China is not our friend. Then space the final frontier if we get to it.
5: If we get to it. Believe me, ladies and gentlemen, the way things have been going, we're probably not going to get to it. All right. <clears throat> Sunday, time for a prayer. Oh no, there's a whole bunch of people upset now. I don't want to pray. Don't pray. Sit in silence. By the way, we can't see you. Okay. This is from lords-prayer-words.com lords-prayer-words.com Comfort me with your love, O God. Wrap me up in your strong embrace. Shelter me from the storm, O Lord. Envelop me in your tender care. By day I pour out my heartbreak to you, by nights I give you my racing thoughts. In you I take refuge, in you I will not be afraid, for you hold me strong, you hold me safe. Calm my fearful heart, O God, still my anxious mind, O Lord, for all my life is found in you, all my being is given to you. All my hope begins in you. Amen. And now it's time for the stats for the week. <laughs> gotcha, didn't I? All right, from WorldNetDaily with polls showing House Speaker, The Weeper, John Boner, R. Ohio, R. For Rhino, or Right Wing Prague. Extremely unpopular among Republican voters, Texas Republican Louis Gomert, a former judge, has announced a challenge to Bonehead's bid for holding the second most powerful position in the federal government. The way they the way they structured that sentence didn't it sound like that uh, tech, Louis Gomert wasn't unpopular among Republican voters? It could be an accident, but I don't know. These people do get paid to write words. Uh, it's amazing how horrible they are at it. But this is the worst thing I've ever seen put together. If you didn't want to imply to people that don't know better that Republican voters are not popular, uh, Gomer's not popular with Republican voters. No, they were talking about bonehead. The weeper, uh, and yes, it was a it, not only a ill formed sentence; it, it was intentional. I am just looking at the way this person wrote this paragraph, which is, by the way, one complete sentence, uh, and it's horrible. No, and I, no, no, he doesn't get a pass because the founders did that. No, no, the framers at all they did that, but they it was correct that they did it when they did it. This is incorrect there needed to be an end after extremely unpopular, even among Republican voters, right? Or Texas for rep- the next comma after that is Texas rep- representative Louis Gomer. And, uh, and a comma again, which means you could take that completely out of there and it wouldn't change the meaning of the sentence. It would still be a sentence. Uh, but no, the way they did this, they just commented their way into what sounds like we don't like Louis Garner. I'm sorry. Got to tell you the news behind the news, folks. This is what the lame street media is doing. It, I'm sorry. It happens way too much to be non-intentional. They get paid to do this stuff. They get paid to use their words. If they use them properly and it comes across like it's a negative against somebody in the Tea Party, you can bet it is. Oh, a lot of so-called Republicans don't like Tea Party people. They're making waves. We're not getting anything done. What do you want to get done? What do you want them to do? I have a question for all the people, including the talk show hosts, that bitch every time they go away. Now, Obama, this is another story, because when he goes away, he spends our money, and that's a bunch of, that's a crock of crap, and that needs to change. Uh, you, know, you go on a vacation? Fine. You pay for it. Is that so hard? Or you go to your home. Oh wait, they don't have a home. See, they put it, George W. Bush had more more time off. No, he didn't have more time off. It wasn't time off. Because he had his ranch retrofitted so he could do everything from his ranch that he could from D.C. That's not the same thing. He, Obama just can't do that. They're apartment dwellers. He has nowhere to go. He has no home.
0: And we don't like the Bushes and either. And we gave them one. Good work. We don't like the Bushes either, but at least, thank God, they didn't like being in Washington,
5: D.C. Well, where does he go to vacation? He doesn't go back to his ranch to work. <laughs> so I shot that guy right away. Go, oh, Ronald Reagan went more than uh, vacation than obama does, And I'm like, well, first, I don't care. Don't point to someone else's bad behavior to justify your own. And I am not an acolyte of Reagan, and all conservatives aren't acolytes of Reagan. Am I a fan of his? I think he was uh, the second best, no, third best president, third best president in the twentieth uh, century. Third best. Well, first best in my lifetime, but third best in the twentieth century. You you can't beat. Harding and Coolidge. No one's done it yet. Reagan kind of came close, and then it didn't happen. All right. Um, Why? Probably because he was getting sick in his second term, and we should probably cut up some slack for that. So anyway, Gomer got immediate support from Sean Hannity. Oh, there's a surprise. The Influential Talk radio star and Fox News Channel host who tweeted his reaction... Quote, your buddy, veteran, great American Louis Gomer challenging Maynard, weeper, first speaker of the house. Yes, I support Louie. Like Short Hannity is an important get, because he is very popular. He's such a, he's just very, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't tend to upset too many people. Uh... He's very popular, so that actually, you might say, whoa, big deal, Sean Haney. Sean has got a TV show and a radio show, and they're popular. It's not on MSLSD. It's not like, you know, somebody, George Soros is funding it. And no, we have seen that the man upstairs at Fox News will cut you loose as quick as anything if you get too close to the truth. Glenn Beck comes to mind. He, he should not have been let go. He should have got a raise. I mean, huge Are one.
0: you sure he, like... Well, I, you're right. He probably even just no, saw No, the- he
5: said... I heard him. He talked about it. He was pushed out. Because he... Ailes decided he was too... Got too controversial. And so he cut him loose. But it couldn't have been his ratings, as everyone says, because if you notice, he took his ratings with him. Uh, you know, where he got a whole... Internet TV show channel created just by his popularity. People pay to watch it. Uh, No one pays to listen to Fox News that I know about. All right, so, uh, again, let's be happy. I know some of you think Sean Hannity is a lightweight, and he is, but he's a really nice guy, he is a conservative and believe me, if you could just let me get a hold of him for one weekend, the next time you hit the microphone, you wouldn't recognize him. He just hasn't talked to the right person. Well, he talks to Levin. Yeah, well, he has not listened to Levin. He tells Levin what to do. You need to exercise. You need to watch your diet. You It's like his mother. All right, why am I talking about this? I have no idea other than to say that uh, I listen to Sean Hannity's show, even though he pisses me off every once in a while. Uh, with his lack of understanding of the Constitution, the founding of the but but so does every talk show host. The, the only uh, there's no talk show I could listen to. It doesn't piss me off at one point or another. But uh, I try and listen to Levin because he does it the least. And now that he's no longer talking about his Liberty Amendments every five seconds, I can listen to him again. Do you, do you really want me to rip his book apart on air? I could page by page. You have. No, Loki did it page by page. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the history behind all the hist- all the arguments he makes for them. They're very sound arguments. He's an attorney. and very sound arguments for something that isn't true. For something that will ruin the Constitution. See, even he pisses me off. Are you supposed to be on my side? He puts out a book telling people how to screw up the Constitution? That pisses me off. If you have read it and you don't know that Those amendments will break the Constitution. Think about it. Is that legal now under the Constitution? No. So why would you amend it to make it legal just so you could control the illegal behavior? Sounds stupid, doesn't it? Only a lawyer could do this. He should have never went to law school. He would have been perfect. He would have been a perfect dog show officer. I don't know if it's perfect, but... Closest you could get. You just didn't go to law school. All right. Uh, so after the November elections uh, gave Republican control of the Senate, voters made clear they wanted change. Nah, no, nah, not Obama change. No, that's that's when you you jiggle your pocket and it, and it makes noise. <laughs> that's what you left with with Obama change in your pocket. Unfortunately, nowadays in this economy, change doesn't buy anything no, does it? Go buy something for 10 cents. I dare you to try. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, so Gomer said in a statement today, There have been numerous examples of problematic Republican leadership, but we were hopeful our leaders got the voters' message. However, after our weeper forced through the crumnibus by passing it with demon votes, and without time to read it, it seemed clear that we need new leadership. There had been much discussion. That was not a... See, now that was in an appropriate period. You don't start with but. You add to you add to it, but. I, I'm going to tell you, because I want all of you, every time you read the newspaper and you see this stuff, I want you to write a letter to the editor about it. And here's the idea. Editors used to make sure that all the stuff that went to print was accurate, correct, and that's that. Now, what do editors do? They have an opinion, and they don't seem to do anything. Because look at this. <laughs> Come on, uh, relying on spell checkers and grammar checkers for a professional writer is uh, it's just ridiculous. However, we are. However, there had been much discussion, but until yesterday, no one had stepped up. In addition, a poll released last week showed 60% of Republican voters opposed to Bonehead's retention of the Weeper's Post. Well, I can go back to Speaker once we have someone who speaks instead of cries or sweeps. That's two House leaders in a row that really, other than if you like Prague, she got a lot done. But it was easy when you have all three houses. You know, the House and Senate and the President. You can't get legislation passed that nobody wants. and You're not trying hard enough. Uh, they did it. They they proved that, that they could pass things that you don't want. They did it. Obamacare. You didn't want it. You told them you didn't want it. We told, we all told them. We we lit up the, heck, we fried the switchboard on numerous occasions. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is not listening to you. He doesn't care about you. They have their own game going. Both sides, by the way. Oh, you don't think that the far left is unhappy with the Democrats? They're not radical enough for them? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of people they're not radical enough for. We're all sitting around going, how did these nutjobs get into Washington, D.C.? These are the craziest kooks yet. This is the craziest bunch of nut jobs we have put up in Washington D.C. to date, and this is another reason why I say don't focus on national elections. We're not going to get the republic back in any way, shape, or form, no matter who you send up there. It's just not going to happen. Best plan: take back the states and go back to enforcing the Constitution on the national government. We're gonna we're gonna drown that thing in the constitution when it comes time and we'll do it through state power and sovereignty not with violence i know i'm not naive the federal government will push back and there will be some level of violence but i'm sorry you're gonna if that happens you're gonna see people come from states all around every state will come and and stand with those people in that state against the national government. I guarantee it. Did you see what happened at Bundy Ranch? That was a test. What did it tell them? It told them that wasn't a good That's not such a good idea. They're, they're not ready yet. They're going to start shooting back. That's what it taught them. What did it teach you? Well, why would people from Idaho and Montana go all the way down to, to Oklahoma and Texas for people? It was Utah. Oh, he was Utah. Sorry. Well, there was there was also something uh, between uh, well, well when- Texas and the one right above the Oklahoma. There's a de- no, there's a no man land where the federal government's trying to take this control. Where Oklahoma says they own it, and Texas says they own it, and it's been a dispute forever. So now the federal government says they own it. So now three people own it, it seems. Uh, the federal government can't own anything, any land really. So uh, it's not theirs.
0: Well, and when they found out that we were going to shoot back, that's when plan B went into effect, and that's when he got all the pieces of brown crap to cross the border.
5: and to start the black riots that didn't happen from the white Hispanic killing the the bad criminal teenager, the his the white Hispanic and if he's a white Hispanic, I'm gonna have to call him a white black guy because he ain't he ain't 100 percent. There's a lot of cream in that coffee. There's very few people in America that are 100% black and African. I mean, there's no such country as African, by the way. Anyway, um, yes, he has. He's he's hitting us with everything he can. Well, he's not doing. It. You know, he's the people in charge of him are doing it. He's just. That's why he's always like, hey, oh, no one listens to me anyway. <laughs> it's Valerie Jarrett comes in and just tells him what to do, that's why she's got her own room at the White House, she sleeps there you didn't know that? I don't have to make this crap up look it up, she has a room at the White House Valerie Jarrett, the Iranian immigrant, Prague mouthpiece for the Illinois royalty of progressivism who actually runs the White House and our country, isn't that great? yeah
0: Okay, so you done with this?
5: I don't know, am I? Did he say anything I want to repeat? No. Okay, well. Let's see wait, if he do, wins.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Do the last one. There is false information being floated.
5: There is false information. See, I told you, let me read the thing, will you? There is false information being floated that any Republican candidates, in addition to the current weeper, We'll split the vote and give the Speaker's gavel to Congresswoman Pelosi, Gomert said. This is nothing but a scare tactic to keep the current regime in power. Nancy Pelosi's on the other party. No one in the other party is going to get the gavel. Please tell me you understand the Constitution and what's left of it in our government that much. I know it's confusing because why read it, why learn it, because they're not following it. Because we need to get back to it. And if you don't know where you... If you don't know where you are... And you don't know where you're going... You're going to get lost. That's rule... That's just a general rule... Of hiking around the mountains. You got to know... Where you are... And where you're going... To not get lost. And have a map of course. So... Who gets... Who is the ruling class... In the House of Representatives right now? Who has the Who has the most seats? The Republicans. So Nancy Pelosi can't have to gavel. She's still the, gonna be their minority leader, I guarantee you that, because she was very effective at being her little her little prog queendom there. Oh, so that's absolutely untrue. If anyone believed that, please go listen to the Patriots Pub, Patriotspub.us, Patriotspub.us. US, US history, the Constitution, just the facts. No politics allowed. Found the truth about the founding of this nation and and the Constitution will be revealed. Please listen from episode one. If you're done with that, shoot over to BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash uh, Halls of Valhalla and pick up some copies of Women of the Revolution. It's an it's an adjunct to the Patriots Pub. It's, a, it's a, they almost complement each other. So when you're done there, shoot over there. And then, then you'll get reinforced stuff, and you'll understand more what they're talking about anyway, because you've already gone through a lot of the history. Uh, so you'll you'll be able to reinforce and put things in perspective and that kind of stuff. But anyway, women of the revolution at blogtalkradio.com forward slash halls of Valhalla. She's just dumbfounded over here.
0: No, I just wanted you to finish because he's bringing up something interesting because you as know long, all the do- the talking hands are going to say all this. That's what they're going to say. This is
5: nothing but a scare tactic. I just told you why it can't happen no matter what happens. What's the point? Uh, let's say what he has to say. That's impossible. It doesn't work that way. Uh, nothing but a scare tactic. As long as the Republicans vote for an adult American citizen for speaker, no Democrat can win. Only if 30 Republicans voted present would there be a chance for a Democrat to win. To win the Speaker's race, an adult American citizen has to get a clear majority of all members of Congress on the House floor voting for an eligible person. Voting present simply reduces the number of votes required to win a majority. If no one wins a majority on the first ballot, then we go to the second vote, then a third until someone gets a majority. This is House Rules. Nothing to do with the Constitution.
0: I love how he said "an adult American citizen" like three times.
5: Yes, I, I did too.
0: <laughs> That's why you say he's a pit bull.
5: Uh, he's dangerous. He really is. He's pro. He's an undefeated prosecutor, man. He is going to wreak havoc this next two years. You pay attention and watch. I, I call. I'm calling it right now. He's going to. He's going to raise some hell if he gets gets the position, or even if he doesn't. Whatever committee. He's on. He's going to. But see, that's why we got. We can't let Bonehead win again because he's not going to give any of the Tea Party people. I already told them any committee seats at all. Not even a seat. Not not, forget about chairmanships. No seats. Nothing. They will be ostracized. Really, Republicans? That's what you want to go with? You elitist bastards. You're, You're tipping your hand to everybody. You're nothing but progressives. In Republican clothing, they loved to hide in other people's clothing. They were progressive. Then they hid in liberal clothing. Remember that? That's all those same people were liberal. Now they're progressive. You forgot progressive? See, you didn't learn that in history because they didn't teach it. It used to be called the Progressive Era. That's how it was, history was taught. The Progressive Era: FDR, Tommy the coming birl- Woodrow Wilson, blah 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 blah. On and on it goes. Uh, the progressive era. And what it, if you ever knew who was responsible for the mess we're in, it would be, oh yeah, the progressive movement. So now, <clears throat> after people were pissed off at him in the early <laughs> 1900s and voted him completely out of office just like they did the Federalists back in 1800, exactly the same way. The same thing happened previously in history to the same people. Only this time they were called liberals and they ruined that name. So what did they do? Oh well, Hitler he led the way. I'm a, I'm an early 20th century progressive. Oh great, like Tommy the Gummy Woodrow Wilson, and nobody went what? And they voted for her. what? Too many people voted for her after she said that. That's that's do you? That's Tommy the Gummy Woodrow Wilson progressive. That's what you want to elect. That's who she says she is. First first off, that means she's a what? a racist.
0: Didn't even give me a chance, huh? Nope.
5: It was a rhetorical question. Uh, no, Jesus, it would make her a racist. Would make all of them a racist. Because that's what Tommy Kami was. He resegregated the military. He resegregated water fountains in uh, federal facilities. Uh, he resegregated bathrooms in federal facilities. He did this all by executive fiat as well, man. So it's not really something new. It's just that this president has a much bigger executive branch that's unconstitutional than Tommy the Kami had. If Tommy the Commie had had this, forget it. We'd be speaking Russian or Chinese by now. I hope it's Russian. I think I think I'll, I can understand Russian better than Chinese. Chinese too. Mannered Chinese sounds like something I don't want to learn. So uh, I, I hope the, I hope Putin wins. If we lose, I just hope we don't lose. All right. Okay, so bad. anyway, that goes to this and that. It's, it's not going to happen. It's, it's it's nigh impossible for a Democrat to get elected when you have this many Republicans in the majority. Uh, if they were to, tr- to try and do something like this, what would you do as voters? If you people you voted in just suddenly said, you know what, if if we can't have our elite in charge then we're going to let the Democrats be in charge. Now, why would they do that, even think that, even try that? Oh, they would, because they're progs. They don't care which... This is why they're pissed off at the Tea Party. The Tea Party is not going to cross the aisle, because we don't want anybody crossing the aisle. Every time they cross the aisle, we, the people, get screwed. It is not about passing things and getting things done like you all keep thinking, get up there and do things. They don't need to do things. They're doing things they're not supposed to do already. They don't need any more things to do. They need less things to do. They need to be twiddling their thumbs. You know what they need to do? They need to go home and stay there. Come in for, I'd say, three months when we get back to the Constitution, Max. Maybe even not. Maybe they might not even need that. They'll have nothing to do. They'll finish their business. They'll go home. Why not? Why Because why? they don't have any business. It's all foreign stuff. They don't do anything domestic except the census and collect taxes. All right. Da- let's move along because I'm not even going to get out of the ups and downs. I, I just, <laughs> he, you know, I- I- I'm going to predict Boehner wins. Make it- he won by 100% of the vote last time. 100%. Now, one person voted against him. Some people weren't there to vote, but. Not one person voted against it. It better not happen this time. Otherwise, you just better say goodbye to your favorite Republican in Congress because you're going to fire them. I know you will. You're not putting up with this. All right. Down from the... What's, what is, that was a pretty big down. What's Where are we going from here?
0: It was an up because somebody's challenging this loser.
5: Oh, because Gobert's going to actually run against him. Yep. Yep. No one else would put their name up. And then he he gave someone credit, I forget who it was, Todd, uh, threw his name in as an alternate after Gromit went up. And he gave him big credits for that because, well, he put his name, he put his head on the chocolate block now. Boehner's coming after these Tea Party people. That's why he cannot be the Weeper anymore. And why would you want him to be? But he was part of the Reagan revolution. Now he was part of the people that were just dead weight in the Reagan revolution. He, he was a part of the Reagan revolution. He was just riding the coattails of somebody else like he's always done, like he's doing right now. Whose coattails? Well, Obama's, of course. Hasn't he consistently worked with Obama? I, yes, he has. Cons- I keep pointing it out all the time. That's what Obama wants. Why is he doing this? Say because he's with Obama. It, he, and they all feel that the game is coming to an end. So they're they're not they're not even making airs about it anymore. They're just being bold about it. He's telling you, screw you. Where can we know how to better spend your money than you do? That is what Weeper says constantly, without saying it, because that's what he does on everything unconstitutional and. Uh, Oh, yeah, every bill that comes out of that hellhole is unconstitutional. Why, you ask? Well, you can make any argument you want, but the minute the first piece of pork was added to it, an earmark, as the end of the bill, it's un- earmarks are unconstitutional. Taking money from Washington to the states is unconstitutional. I know it seems funny, but it is. Well, <laughs> they're not supposed to. That's redistribution of wealth. That's why we have donor states and recipient states recipient state is another way of saying welfare because we get like Montana gets more money back from the federal government than we send in where other states are on the losing end they send it more than they get back now isn't that redistribution of wealth last time I checked fits the definition anyway I just can't get off of this Boehner thing god I'm so pissed at this man I tell you I wouldn't want to be in the same room with him because he'd come to fight. I'm telling you, it would come to fist. I don't like him, and he'd say, the, he would keep saying the wrong thing. I know it. Alright. I know I'm a violent person. Run away, libertarians. Violence! Violence! Life is violent, you doofus. Grow up. What's Grown-up children running around. Oh, look, I'm, I'm 27 years old. I'm a man. Yeah, well, you don't act like one. When I grew up, you had to act like a man to be treated like a man. If you act like a child, you are treated like a child. I think you know the way these Washington people are behaving, right? Misbehaving. We need to spank them, and not in a good way. Cut it out. <sighs> I'm talking. Talking. To, I'm listening to Matt way too much. There was a surge of anti-Christian violence by Muslims around the world that included the destruction of nearly 200 Christian churches in Nigeria during a short period around October, according to a new report from the Gatestone Institute.
0: You're going to have to finish this up.
5: Why? We're ending the show? No. I can't finish this up. we just got to move along. It's the first paragraph. We're- I know,
0: because I have a lot to say about this.
5: Wow, she's definitely tuck us tonight, isn't she? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna humor her and go to a commercial break. This is the Uncooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back.
6: The socialists, you will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile.
2: If you're looking for a better way to clean the air in your home or office, you need the all-new Ozone Light. It's as simple as changing your light bulbs. The Ozone Light looks like a normal spiral type of light bulb. It screws in most standard light sockets, but it's not a normal light bulb. It's coated with titanium dioxide. It's completely safe, but this unique coating kills most airborne bacteria, mold spores, and neutralizes odors. Just one light cleans the air in an entire room and lasts eight times longer than the normal light bulb. If you have smokers, if you have allergies, if you have pet odors, mold, or mildew, you need the ozone light. It will wipe them out, and you have our word. If you're not satisfied with the way the ozone light cleans the air in your home, simply return it for a full refund.
3: Call 1-800-380-4105, 1-800-380-4105, 1-800-380-4105, or visit AirtimeStore.com, AirtimeStore.com. Red State Talk Radio. Talk radio the way the founding fathers would have done it that's 800-296-1252.
5: Back to the Aquavit Radio Show. I'm gonna wake you up. All right. Go back to the down we started uh, before, so rudely being interrupted by commercials. Uh, I do apologize for the limited number of uh, commercial commercials I have, but we have to we have to get some money. We're having a hard time keeping on the air. If you know what I mean. Uh, this economy stinks. But. Hey, gas is down. It looks like it's going to keep coming down. Oh, no, it had nothing to do with Obama. It has to do with all the private pumping of oil and gas around the country, fracking, etc. All these things are what's causing uh, there to be more in the commodity market. Therefore, the price drops. And because Saudi Arabia is not going to slow the flow for whatever reason to try and make up for it, gas prices are and barrels of oil are coming down. Now, if we could just get that pesky Keystone pipeline put through, you know, under the Constitution, the national government has absolute zero to say about this. Oh, no, their only role would be if another state, like the who the, where the pipe went through, if they turned off the, the valve to stop the oil from flowing from the other states to where it needs to go. See, that's what the Commerce Clause is for, to prevent that not to stop pipelines from being built on sovereign state soil there are no legal federal lands except for the damn reservations and and that's just thank you for that please uh do the indians a favor let, let's get rid of that. Let's make them sign a treaty that says, how about we're just going to be citizens and we're going to go out and get a job And because this reservation thing really sucks and it isn't working. It's another welfare state, just like the inner cities with minorities. It's the same problem. Oh, see? Now you hate Indians. They're all minorities. You're a white guy. Okay, southern trailer parks full of rednecks. How's that? See? They're white. <laughs> it's not about skin color. It's about being... It's about taking money for the government for doing nothing. And they take care of everything you need, food, clothing, housing, etc. medical care. That's what it is on the res. But on the res, they got crappy medical care. Did anybody from the left ever complain about that? Oh, yes, they did. Because they do have crappy medical care. Uh, thanks to the federal government. See, if they just get off the federal government and walk away... They could even even stay on the land just get away from the damn federal government. Uh, they would start having to do something. They would become productive. They wouldn't let the land just sit there doing absolutely nothing worth commerce at all. Just to exist. Uh, it's not It's not healthy for any anybody. It's just not healthy. I've, and I've seen it firsthand. Too much. So back to this. There it was... <laughs> A surge of anti-Christian violence by fuzzy muzzies around the world, that included the destruction. See, I'm being nice. Huh? I make you, I make you smile a little bit when I say fuzzy muzzies, don't I? If I say Muslims, you go. Ugh, the frown comes out. It's like that mayor from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, he turns his head around the frown. You know. Typical politician, two-faced. So, the Fuzzy Muzzies around the world that included destruction of nearly 200 Christian churches in Nigeria during a short period around October, according to a new report from Gatestone Institute. I know I read it before I had to redo it. Now, the Christian churches, this is important, because I keep telling you, this is not new behavior. This is not specific behavior. This is historic behavior of the Fuzzy Muzzies. Every time they conquer a place, they build their mosque on top of our churches. That's what they do. Look at the Temple Mount. What nonsense is that? Because that mosque is there, the the Jews can't get to the temple that's underneath it that they buried, that they desecrated, that they destroyed, and they built that mosque on top. And we all go, oh, well. if you do that, the Muslim world will go crazy. Too late. The Muslim world's going crazy. Israel, stop listening to us. Take the Temple Mount back. I'm tired of it. Bring back the temple. Bring back the priests. And let's get this show on the road. Because I'm tired of waiting around.
0: Yeah, they're not going to get any help from us. <laughs> Obama's a Muslim.
5: Yeah, and if they have the opportunity, they are all going to strike Israel in the next two years. Mark my words. If they don't, they don't have they don't have it, and then we can breathe a little bit. If they have it, they're going to move because they don't know who's going to be president next. Could be one of those, you know, neocons that love going to war. Oh wait, no that. That's because they're progs. All progressives like war. You don't believe me? World War One, Tommy the Tommy Woodrow Wilson. World War II. FDR. I can keep going. Korea, Vietnam. No, it wasn't Nixon who who put the pedal to the metal. It was Johnson who put the pedal to the metal. Uh, demon crap. Amazing. These these facts, historical facts, are just inconvenient. I'm telling you, I'm the most hated person by any liberal that ever hears this show. I mean, it's the same way on on Twitter. They're so afraid of me, they won't even talk to me. They don't battle me. They run away. (laughs) Somebody, some young, stupid, idiot prog tries every once in a while, and nobody helps them. There's there's no crew that comes in. Ah, one or two guys, but they're all useless. They're just like, oh, progressivism is great. That's basically all they say. I mean, they don't say it like that. And then they blame, they wrongly blame other people in history for their side's misbehavior. And they actually believe that crap, even though, why can't we turn on the internet and do a search, please, young people? Don't believe everything they tell you, because most of it is nonsense in the indoctrination centers. Anyway, Susan says we must move along. I'm trying to relax, have a good time for New Year's. I didn't really have special New Year's Christmas stuff, but, yeah. Yes, we did. We, that was last night. That was not New Year's Eve.
0: We had a New Year's Eve and Christmas.
5: You just don't
0: remember.
5: Just seemed like another day to me. All right. The organizations of Raymond Ibrahim, who has documented his discoveries, who has documented his discoveries in... Crucified Again, Exposing Islam's New War on Christians. Okay, the title, this must be a typo. It says New War in Christians. That's got to be a typo. It's in quotes, though. They can't even quote right? Really? Uh, So, the book's title can't be Crucified Again, colon, Exposing Islam's War in Christians. I don't think so. That, would have, that could have never left the presses like that. E- even as bad as they are, they aren't going to let the title be screwed up. Uh, who's going to buy the book where the, the grammar and the titles are wrong? So this person couldn't even copyright. In just two months, from August to October, nearly 200 Christian churches were destroyed in Nigeria by the Islamic organization Boko Haram and its Muslim allies. Fuzzy muzzies. After their capture of towns and villages in the northeastern states of Borno and Adamawa Really they took Adam and put Awa on the end It's amazing they, they try to make up like their own stuff, but it's still ours. Anyway the report in the words of Reverend Gideon That's a pretty powerful first name for Reverend Gideon Abasogi Not so much the second one. The director of Catholic Social Communication of, wow, my do my do my, uh, I think it's my do diocese in Borno State, it used to be Borneo, when did it become Borno? It used to be Borneo, what, what are they doing over there? What's Borno? Or is it this idiot They can't even copy and paste it, things in? I'm sorry. I, I'm in a, a general hate of the lamestream media. They are they are helping destroy this country, and I am pissed. Yeah, I know they've I know they've been doing it forever, and, and it keeps building up on me. I'm pissed. I was only irritated in the beginning. So anyway, over. Anyway, uh, Borno State. I, I have no idea what's going on. The group seizure of territory in both states says seat has seen one hundred and 85 churches torched, and over 190,000 people displaced by Boko Haram. Ibrahim noted also in October, the Center for the Studies of Global Christianity in the United States, what, wow, that's, you've been hanging around the federal government too long, that's a long title, concluded that about 100,000 Christians die every year because of their religious beliefs. That is to say, one every five minutes. In addition, in many countries, many other religious minorities suffer violence and persecution. In countries such as Iraq, Syria, Nigeria, Cameroon, Sudan, Pakistan, Somalia, and Egypt, the Christian elderly women, men, and their children live in conditions of total insecurity. They are driven from their homes, put in prison for blasphemy, and brutally killed during liturgical celebrations churches are burned girls are kidnapped and forced to marry you didn't know we keep telling you the fuzzy buzzies aren't your friends
0: yeah but my point my point when they get in
5: charge over here that's, that they that's they do the same what's thing. gonna happen exactly
0: here. yep and all the moths that they're building all over the place we're doomed oh
5: and all you left-wing commies out there call yourself what you are Anarchists, carn- anarchist socialist bubity bibbity bibbity boo uh, left-wing little progressive socialist economy, fascist they just bastards I hate to break it to you. Once they achieve the goal, they will flip on you in a second, and they will wipe you out. You will not be having any say, and you will not like the government. It's got to be worse than communism. We're talking about theocracy, Muslim theocracy. My God. That's hell on earth. That, that, that. If that happens, there really is going to be the second coming or something. Because if that happens, that's, that, that, that's just ridiculous. There's no way this, these people should be able to influence anybody. I don't understand how people convert to this h- horrible nightmare that they call a religion. It's not a religion. And I hate the-, oh, the prison show I saw. The Muslim guy got all peaceful because he became a Muslim and started the Quran. Yeah. I know. That's what they wanted you to think. That doesn't happen. What really happens, they get converted to Islam, they turn violent. They won't do violence in in prison right away unless they have to, because they might have to stay in prison longer, and that would be uh, against their goals of getting out and doing jihad which of course, oh, violent felons turn Muslim. Nothing can go wrong there. The worst religion on the planet. It's not even a religion, but if you call it that, it's worse than Satanism. And enough with this stuff. This is disgustingly hard. This is not a religion. It is a way of subjugating the world. Subjugation is their goal. Now, what does Islam directly translate to, ladies and gentlemen? How about you, Susan? Remember? What does Islam mean? I forget.
0: Submit. Hey, the thing that gets me about this subject,
5: submission to be precise,
0: is that. Hey, who's watching Law and Order? (laughs) He's making fun of my ringtones. I said Uh, a ringtone,
5: it's a notification. You gotta get the terminology right there. You know what's
0: getting, gets me about this is that Pope, the Pope is saying nothing about what's happening to Christians.
5: Oh no, the Pope is jumping on board with with the commies. He's a socialist now, he's come out as an expert, you know he has a degree in climatology yeah, science, I don't know if that's a science really Uh and he comes out full bore in support of man-made global warming global climate change, global warming global, I don't care what the hell they call it they, they keep calling it that because they're trying to take over the world oh, what the, got the Pope what are you kidding me the, 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 the it, that's why i didn't care they had a socialist as a, as a pope and everyone saw. oh you don't care about that no because i understand the catholic church the catholic church has been this way regardless of who's the pope there's a whole organization there's there's a whole police force there's they have their own spies their own version of the cia they are a nation unto themselves and they are a socialist nation they're the, theocratic of course but they want the one world governance. They believe if we go to one world governments, all our woes will go away. In other words, if there's one government for everybody, there can't be any more war, right? Well, you won't call it war because there won't be any countries, but there'll be strife, I guarantee it. Uh, they think there won't be hunger. No, there'll be more hunger. Everybody will be hungry except the elites. I, I can't tell you enough not to get all worked up over the Pope. He's not that important and Catholics out there <laughs> uh unfortunately for you he is that important because if he says it while he sits on Peter's throne you better do it mortal sin I know a lot of city catholics live in a state of constant sin I understand I'm not talking about the little stuff I'm talking about the big stuff uh, anyway this is nothing more than what I've been talking I told you this was going to happen uh, the Fuzzy Muzzies conquered Africa a long time ago, all the way up, and then they went all the way up through the Holy Land, up into Spain, Cordoba, Spain. That's where the Cordoba, Cordoba, Cordoba Mo- Mosque, that they wanted to name it in New York City, they changed the name, but that's what they originally wanted to call it. You wonder why? Because it's just like the Cordoba Mosque. They were responsible for 9 That's a block away. That's in the zone. In fact, One of the pieces of the plane actually landed on that building and went through the roof. That's why they chose the building. It's a victory mosque. And we let them do it. The Constitution has nothing to do with New York City. Believe me. That's that's the that's the funniest thing I think I've ever heard. If you could you could find a, anything in New York City that resembled our United States Constitution, it'd be amazing. But they're not supposed to have anything to do with the United States Constitution anyway. It's the local, you know, the state constitution New York City has to deal with, and their charter. Um, because the federal government, as much as everybody wants it, we do not want the federal government to t- to oversee the states, like the courts are doing now. Originally, they said the 14th Amendment didn't apply to the states. Hmm, okay. Now, they're, uh, they said the Bill of Rights, too. Uh, now they're actually applying the Bill of Rights to the states. We spoke about the 14th Amendment, the Bill of Rights. Uh, the 14th Amendment is a different misunderstanding. We do not, the the courts want the federal government to be able to tell the states what to do. And that's why they're incorporating illegally, judicially, the Bill of Rights to the st- and applying them to the states. And you think it's a good thing. Oh, the Second Amendment. Yeah, well, you know, that this is more than a slippery slope. This is the federal government telling the states what to do. That is upside down and backwards in the constitutional republic. The states tell the federal government what to do, not the other way around. And all you people fighting for this better better realize it's not. It's going to get worse from here, not better. Your your life and everybody's you supposedly want to help lives are going to get worse, not better. Mark my words. It's just you'll wake up to it one day. You'll Man, I didn't believe that guy, but you know, I just w- read this on the news and in the internet and. I think he's right. <laughs> You're going to say that one day, I'm telling you. All right. Let's move along to it up now. Now, I can do anything with this, see? It's a free-for-all. Again, from the S, end the show. I no, no, no. I don't want to end the show. <laughs> right, it's not an hour yet, the show. Hard <laughs> break. Oh, hard break. Ladies and gentlemen, says a hard break. It's your Cooperative Radio Show. You Stay tuned, because we'll be right back.
0: a soldier in need of an angel? Would you like to be an angel to a soldier in need? Then you should visit www.soldiersangels.org Since 2003, Soldiers Angels has supported thousands of American service members stationed wherever we raise our country's flag and the number is growing daily. They also work with our wounded soldiers, giving them backpacks filled with needed items, personal visits, phone calls, etc. Additionally, They send our thanks via letters and email to the military of Great Britain, Poland, and Australia, who serve by our soldier's side in Iraq. Soldiers' Angels are dedicated to ensuring that our military know they are loved and supported during and after their deployment into harm's way. So sign up to be an angel today, or send an angel to a soldier in need. Visit www.soldiersangels.org. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show.
5: We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America.
0: When was the last time you read the Constitution or reviewed the Bill of Rights? When was the last time you read them to your children? These documents, the foundation of this great nation, are not documents to be ignored. They are to be embraced. So sit down and read them to your children. And a tool you can use to do this is a little book called The Citizen's Rule Book. To receive a copy, call 602-258-6406. It only costs a dollar and can mean the difference in your children's understanding of the country they live in.
6: you ask me why I love her, well, give me time I'll explain. Have you seen a Kansas sunset or an Arizona rain? Have you drifted on a bayou down Louisiana way? Have you watched the cold fog drifting over San Francisco Bay? Have you heard a Bob White calling in the Carolina Pines? Or heard the bellow of a diesel in the Appalachia Mines? Is the call of the Niagara Thrill you when you hear her water's roar? You look with awe and wonder at a Massachusetts shore where men who braved a hard new world first stepped on Plymouth Rock. Do you think of them when you stroll along a New York City dock? Have you seen a snowflake drifting in the Rockies way up high? Have you seen the sun come blazing down from the bright Nevada sky? Do you hailed of the Columbia as you rise into the sea, or are you headed Gettysburg, our struggle to be free? Have you seen the mighty Tetons who watched an eagle soar. Have you seen the Mississippi roll along Missouri's shore? Have you felt a chill at Michigan when on a winter's day, her waters rage along the shore in thunderous display. Does the word aloha make you warm? Do you stare in disbelief when you see the surf come roaring in at a Reef? From Alaska's cold to the Everglades, from the Rio Grande Maine, my heart cries out, my pulse runs fast, the might for her domain. You ask me why I love her? I have a million reasons why. My beautiful America beneath God's wide, wide sky.
5: Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Back to the up down and the up downs that we haven't got through in an hour now. Again, from the Associated Press, an unusual home taking shape inside General Motors' sprawling Detroit Ham Tramp assembly plant is intended to be part of a movement. A movement. To rebuild the city's economy and deteriorating, disappearing housing stock. Get rid of the progs in, in, your, in your city and uh, putting real conservatives, you know, tea party types, not Republicans. Put them in power and see what happens. They've come out of bankruptcy. If you get someone in there who's going to be a fiscal hawk, you could turn all this around. If you privatize the stuff they were doing before, that they had to bring everyone to the center, force them out of their own homes, I have no idea where they get the authority for this. Anyway, centralized so they could they could supply the services to them. They couldn't do it if you're past the boundary, you get nothing. Not do, then I could do. Then they had no resources for that. Uh, privatize it. It's worked everywhere it's done. <laughs> it, and this is and progressivism has failed everywhere it's been tried. Uh, how come progressivism fails and you keep trying it, and privatization works and you won't try it? You got to ask yourself that because something's screwing up your brain. Either it's the unions, or, or just in general disinterest in anything to do with politics, your government, taxes, etc. Which is a stupid thing to do because you know if you let them go, they're just going to keep taking more of your money. That's their job. If you don't complain, they don't know there's a problem. you got to start complaining about all the money you're spending. To live in a place that's a hole in the ground. And that includes New York City, by the way. Oh, but the financial district. Yes, let's the whole planet deal with the financial district. The only good place in Manhattan, really, is the financial district. Midtown used to be okay. I have no idea how far the ghetto has moved south. Because when I was there... It had got to 189th, uh, no, 89th Street West, which it used to be north of 125th Street. And it, and that was, geez, that was 1990 some, 92. I'm just saying, it's not looking good. Hmm. Anyway, I like well because it's probably down around 760, or I don't know where it is. You have to live there to understand this stuff because they don't advertise it but uh yeah the the ghetto the ghetto grows and has done nothing but grow in new york city sprawl out to brooklyn and queens once that and starting out long island they're putting them out there in houses by as long as it's by a railroad station the welfare people put them there uh why to make to punish the rich people. That's why to punish people that have nice things and a nice neighborhood and a nice life, and not have to worry about crime and violence. They 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 don't they don't consider that worthy. We need to suffer like they do. I keep trying to explain. All they do is redistribute misery. They're not interested in helping you unless you're not you're totally a person that contributes absolutely nothing then you're important to them because you're already bought and paid for slaves of the national government. That's why it's so important to them. That's why they keep making ghettos spread. That's why they keep putting people in neighborhoods that they could never afford to live to destroy the neighborhoods, to bring us all day. Look, you know, their goal is to crush us. Ladies and gentlemen, totally crush us. And, and then reinvent the government in their own vision. Uh, this is just—I I, know—I keep going off t- I keep going crazy, but this—all this, this stuff—is happening. It's extremely dangerous. I'm seeing it happen. I know what's going on. I know what's going to happen, and I can't seem to stop it. It's frustrating. You might know. If you could get some word out to more people from from the show, please, uh, maybe I could stop worrying about what's coming. Skilled trades workers taking breaks from their task at the factory that produces the electric Chevrolet Volt and other vehicles dart in and out to do door window and wall installation and framing as well as electrical and plumbing work. Meanwhile, a nonprofit urban farming group is preparing property a few miles away that will welcome the that will welcome the project that's believed to be the city's first occupied shipping container homestead come spring the house in progress will be delivered to Detroit's North End neighborhood and secured on a foundation where a blighted home once stood. Oh, well, the shipping container looks so much better. Uh, holy crap. Does anyone know what a shipping container looks like? Uh Yeah, there's no windows, by the way. I hope they at least modified it. Wow. So, anyway... <laughs> They put it on a foundation. Oh, well, if you have a slab of cement, that makes it better. After finishing touches and final inspections, the 40-foot-long former container will feature 320 square feet of living space with two bedrooms, a bathroom, and a kitchen, and will serve as home base for a university student caretakers of a neighborhood farm and agricultural research activities. Good for them. I'd live in one of those. Easy. No problem. I live in buses now. So what? Shipping containers, all right. And if they may put windows in it and did the interior and electrical and everything, my my lord, that, that that's that's citified. That's some serious cushy living they made for this millennial caretakers, huh? Uh, how about a tent? Well, they make wall tents. They made a canvas, has a thing in the roof that you can put a stove pipe through, a wood burning stove. It's all you need they were given a shipping container. That shipping container probably cost uh, more than that, that to build the 320-square-foot home. I know you wouldn't think so. But, yeah, because they had to do everything inside had to be done. They had to cut windows and et cetera and probably doors. They're trying to make it more like a house. That's nice. You know, but it's expensive to, to start running electric and sheet rock and all that stuff and framing walls wood's expensive and you know how it goes but it's not he's not paying for it he, she or it Uh, their organizers hope a model to lure and keep residents as Detroit moves to blight and recovers from bankruptcy one shipping container isn't going to do that not to mention one little farm ain't gonna do that on the land that used to be full of cement and crab. It's still not gonna. First of all, you'd have to bring you'd have to bring soil in. You'd have to bring in. You'd be better off making your own raised beds. And I, I'm sure that's what they do. Uh, you could do that in the city on your balcony if you have one. What all you need a, a a nice strong trash bag some potting soil some seeds and some water and some fertilizer and you'll have food anyway and i bring this up because most people don't realize how easy it is to provide some food for yourself you like fresh greens you like those young lettuce leaves or other microgreens? whatever that's all just baby greens so you can plant that in anything you're picking them up as a baby. You just cast the seeds, water, fertilize, and let it grow. The minute it has leaves worth eating, you pick them and eat them. That's the best leaves, the best stuff anyway. You get, you don't have to pay for that. You can make it yourself and it'll be better because it won't be polluted with chemicals and etc. and insecticides and herbicides. And, uh, I'm sorry. There, there's very little uh safe food to eat anymore uh vegetarians you gave up me cuz if you gave it up because of that reason had bad news for you uh more, cr- more cr- crud is uh, <laughs> on your vegetables in your in your bag that you bought at the grocery store including maybe uh e coli oh wait how could there be e coli we have the fda i forgot no e coli they would stop that right they'd prevent that no, we'd never get e coli from mixed greens or vegetables Pre 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 cut oh, that Never rose salad mixes. You would never, right? Of course you would because it already happened. And your dogs would die from poisoned dog food from China, and your children would get toys made painted with lead paint from China. None of these things happened. It, this this didn't happen under the FDA. It, the FDA must have started today or something. I don't makes no sense. The government keeps our food safe. No, it doesn't. Government doesn't do anything right, nothing, because it's doing too many things. We need to crop it down to its constitutional limits. Which would wow, it's going to hurt. Plus, we have to deal with the people going into the workplace that are not going to have a job in the federal government anymore. They see it has to. Ha- it's not going to happen like it can't happen instantaneously like a wall. It's got to be. It's got to be siphoned off but quickly, not slowly, very quickly siphoned off. Uh, So that, you know, this many people enter the workplace now. This many people enter the workplace now. But, of course, we have a free economy. And, uh, frankly, you could probably let them all go and they all get jobs. Uh, We have to see if we get to that free market. Now, don't we? From thechieftain.com Oh, my God. Where are the progs complaining about the name of this paper it's called the chieftain chief that's native american you can't do that it's an insult to native american just, uh, the native americans don't think so <laughs> I to started the whole thing over the over the stupid uh, baseball team what was a football team i can't remember maybe both uh, and it, it, they showed the chiefs they were, they were right on they're right on the scrimmage line Watching the, watching the game. They weren't insulted. Why would you be insulted? Because a warrior team is named after warriors. See, it's all you look at it. You see victims. That's the problem. I see warrior class. That's not a problem. That makes sense. Football, baseball, hockey, warriors. They took the name because they're warriors. Not as an insult. They were warriors fierce warriors. And that's, and they consider that, by the way, a compliment, not an insult. Prague's out there, you might have picked that up, you know. I know you don't like it. Violence. Oh, violence! He says he's gonna punch me to those if I burn an American flag in his face. Uh, Here's something, doofus, Don't don't burn an American flag in my face. No, I don't care. Send me to prison. I'm still gonna break your jaw. I ain't breaking your nose. I'm breaking your jaw. Why? Because one less Prague I have to listen to. Oh my God! The violence! I'm nowhere near Prague. I live on top of a mountain in the middle of nowhere. I almost never directly interface with people. So get over it. I'm not actually gonna do it. I would, but I'm not because it's not gonna be. I'm not gonna be exposed to it. So, oh my god, the thechieftain.com, pfft, it goes to Prague. A former South High School teacher who resigned last year over allegations of inappropriate behavior with students has found work as a grant coordinator with the Regional Homeland Security Agency. Larissa oring Duf was named the South All-Hazard Regional Homeland Security Coordinator on Monday. The job pays $48,000. should pay more because it's got so many words in it. I think the more words you have in the title, the more money you should make. No? Yeah, it's not the way it works. They just like to make you think they have important jobs when it's really just... They get paid $48,000 or something. They should get paid $10,000. should be a part-time job and they should go. they should have a career elsewhere. None of this is legal because no federal government money is allowed to go to anybody because it's not their money, it's ours. Sock Dollinger, I'm going to have to do it again. The people are killing me. You know, halfway through it, i have already choked up. <laughs> I have to push myself through the whole dang thing.
0: Well, we do have it on the blog. I put it up there.
5: Yeah, they can read it. It's not the same. But get people that listen to talk radio don't want to read.
0: Now, see, this brings up two really good points. First of all, the federal government just goes around and digs up the dredges of society to work for them. And number two, once <laughs> we take our states back, we have to tell this woman, guess what? Either you
5: oh leave, she's gone,
0: or you leave the state, go to Washington D.C., or um
5: no, you're fired. There's no options. Th- this if you're a federal employee. You must remove yourself from my state. There are no federal offices allowed here except expressly granted by the state legislature and paid for by the national government. None of that happens, but that's what must happen under the Constitution and what will happen after we get back to it so we don't have to deal with this stuff. You can't let your local government run amok, ladies and gentlemen. First of all, no one's allowed to borrow. Understand this. Burn it into your synapses. No government, not your local government, all the way up to the federal government, is allowed to borrow money, except the federal government is allowed to borrow money, but the only good reason to go into debt, according to the framers and the founders, was for war. So, all you asses on the left that keep complaining about how much the military costs, by the way, it wouldn't cost that much, because there's not supposed to be a standing army, so... It wouldn't cost that much. Just have a navy. Actually, probably cost the same because I give I give the navy everything. They'd have the best of everything. Yep. Everything. They, they, the budget would not go down. Twice as much. It would go power. up. <laughs> I'd I'd make it go up. You wonder why? You can't walk the streets of this country without the navy protecting you from invasion. That's why. Oh, and as citizens that have firearms, thank you very much. Yeah, you doofuses out there to think this is a problem. If it wasn't for, if it was a fact that everybody was armed in America. Pearl Harbor would have been different. The emperor wanted to invade the United States of America. His admiral said, oh, no, no. We can't do that. We'll be fighting a gun behind every blade of grass. And he was right. That's why we have the unalienable right to keep and bear arms. Guaranteed unnecessarily in the Bill of Rights. And still, y'all can't get it right. The... We shouldn't have had to tell you the Bill of Rights, because nothing in the Constitution said the government can do any of that, and that's why it was unnecessary, and that's why I said it shouldn't have been done, because it opens Pandora's box, and it did, and we're suffering for it. It's pretty easy to. It's pretty. It's it's a pretty easy thing, if you're tuned into the his, to history. Uh, That's why they don't teach you United States history because it's all boring, right? You don't want to know that. It's good that they don't teach it in school. (laughs) Look, the public schools aren't going to teach it right. They're going to teach it their way, which means they're going to change it all around, flip it up, deconstruct it, ruin it, uh, just make a mess of it. Why do you want public school teachers doing this? I don't even want them teaching U.S. history. I think they should have to hire in a private history person. Like like myself or Loki or or, or or the guys that, what's that group that the, I know they're overly Christian, they're heavily Christian-laid, but understand all wall found. builders? wall builders. After all, they, the framers were Christians. I know you've been told they're not, and you think I'm lying to you, but I'm not. Why don't you look it up? Those people that told you this lied to you. Not me. I don't lie. I tell the truth. If, if, I don't understand some I would make a mistake. That's not a lie. But I understand all this, and it's not a mistake or a lie. You, you people have been fed nonsense. You are against nonsense. Stop it. Anyway, let's go back to this uh, thing in Pueblo County, Sheriff. Kirk Taylor said Oren hire was not a decision by his department but by a commission made up of representatives from Pueblo, Custer, Herfano, Fremont, and Los Animes counties.
0: Okay, now this is why we keep saying we have to take the states back. You can't do anything. The states are doing it to them themselves. They are they are all in it with the feds.
5: And it's um, local county. Yeah.
0: You have to get rid of these people.
5: Right. That's why we start from the ground up. School board first. Don't move on anybody. Unless your school board is already taken over by the right people. Get that done, then move on to the next step. Just trust me on this. The plan, if you work the plan, it'll work. Because look. If the plan works you, will he,
0: he didn't want to hire this because she's a twit. And But they hired him. And yeah, they made be, him <laughs> yeah, because the counties are in with the feds. I know,
5: and, and they didn't have enough females, right? So they have to have more females. It has to better makeup. What the hell is wrong with people? Uh, why should the, a racial or sexual makeup of anything matter? What matters is competent people in comp in positions where they can do competent work. That's what matters. That's, that's, what, why this that's is what we need. We, do, we don't need these people that want to govern us. Their job is not to govern us. Your job is to govern them, as a matter of fact. You're supposed to tell them what they're supposed to do, and then they're supposed to do it. If you don't live in that environment, change it.
0: See, and that's why I liked that this article is a prime example of what you're
5: trying to tell everybody about taking the
0: states back, because look at this nonsense.
5: Well, well, i got a question. Okay, look, let's ask the question. How did 20,000 people decide they no longer wanted to listen to this show? What was their reason? I don't know. There was no exit poll. Uh, but I do know that they, it was, the show was too much for them, and I get that. I keep telling people, listening to my show for the first time is like taking your first shot of whiskey. Yeah, see? Uh. <laughs> Everyone went, uh, at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little much to take, and, uh, Susan doesn't get that because she lives around me 24-7. Uh, the show's actually mild compared to what she puts up with all day. So, Taylor described the job as an annual contract position with the South All Hazards Region and essentially a conduit for the federal Homeland Security funds that get passed through the state and into counties to be used for various projects. See
0: that? Now, we also have to be willing to just say no to everything.
5: If your sheriff isn't, fix it and elect somebody else. The sheriffs are elected, elect somebody else. If, if this is your Pueblo County, no. If he allows it, vote in someone who won't. And he didn't. They overruled him. Oh, you can't overrule the sheriff. That's rule number one, the chief law enforcement officer of the county. There is no higher law enforcement in the county or the state than sheriffs, other than the governor, of course, who's... But that's a different thing. Uh, it's an executive power thing. But this is like no sheriff sheriff doesn't answer. that's the good thing about sheriffs they don't answer to anybody but the people chief of police asked the answers to the mayor state police answers to the state government sheriff answers to you and that's why they're so important and that's why obama and his team hates them and by the way they are going after him i read something and i wish i'd saved it they're going after the sheriff's and the notion that they can say no to anything the federal government wants to do any sheriff that says that they're going after now the, the what is the purpose of this not to succeed in what they're going after but to f- make sheriffs afraid to say no to the federal government the thugs they're just this this administration is nothing but thugs union thugs progressive thugs Muslim thugs, commie thugs, you name it. But one thing they're good at is intimidating people and extorting them, if you haven't noticed. Oh, really? John Roberts suddenly turned into a left-wing liberal, progressive socialist commie fascist bastard overnight, right? There is no justification for Obamacare having been called constitutional. None. He tried to give you a bone, and nobody's picking up, and I've been talking about this for years now. Another talk show has picked this up, though. He tossed a bone out there like, to like, it was a sneaky thing he did. He said, okay, but the only way I can do this is to call it a tax. Hint, hint, tax. Tax. Ladies and gentlemen, what's so important about tax? Where do all revenue bills originate, ladies and gentlemen? Come on, you know the answer.
0: House of Representatives.
5: That's right. You have your pocket constitutions out there, right? You can always look it up. The more you look it up, the more you remember. So it's good. Always look it up. Every time you have a constitution, go look it up. Just look it up constantly. Before you know it, you'll know where it is all the time. Uh. Anyway, so this... Bimbo. I didn't say that. I did. Make note. (laughs) I'm <laughs> making a note before I hear anything about being a sexist. She said it, and she can't possibly be one. Nope.
0: I'm our, a minority times two because I'm Puerto Rican.
5: And native, and Tanio. Indian.
0: Tanyo from
5: Puerto Rico. Uh, but Puerto Rico is one of our, I forget what they call commonwealths or whatever, protectors. Um So it would actually be important. But anyway, uh-huh. let's Bimbo. go back to Bimbo in Pueblo. <laughs> I am assuming this is Colorado, <laughs> but there are more than one pueblos in Las Vegas I don't. I'm not sure where in the Four Corners this is, but somewhere around you know Arizona Mexico, Utah, and Colorado. You won't find out because there's a pueblo in Colorado, and there's going to be a at pueblo. The article. Oh, I thought I had the article. You do. All right then. Anyway, back to the stupid story.
0: And actually, it's not. It's important.
5: No, it's stupid that it's happening. It's amaz- It's amazingly stupid that we allow this to go on. We uh, Look, I, I was stupid before you. I'm not, I'm not making fun of you. I was an idiot before, <laughs> before I got educated. It took me years of education to get where I was. Now, I, I, obviously, I'm a fast learner, and so that was on the fast track. But still, I started a Democrat from Long Island, New York. Actually, I started a non-political person in Long Island, New York, and then went through the Democrat-Republican parties, and b- after that decided none of the parties represent me.
0: It's Colorado.
5: Good. Then I was partially right. Do I get did I, did I get partial credit for saying four corners? <laughs> no, she's not giving me extra credit. She's a conservative. All right. Um, he said, Orang job will be to take the recommendations and a priority list created by the South Region and work with state officials to get the federal funds necessary to pay for those projects. And this woman starts at $48,000 a year on a local government. Do you realize when I went to work for New York City EMS as a, a EMT, for I was a medic, I started at $22,500. I had to travel 70 miles one way to work for $22,500. I saved people's lives for twenty two thousand five hundred. What is she doing for forty eight thousand dollars exactly? And it's Pueblo. That's like that's like a hundred thousand at least in New York City, maybe more. Uh, just saying these 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 perky little jobs I got for people. Didn't that sound so hard? I, I think the sheriff could have done it himself. I, I honestly got to do, or one of his deputies. Uh, but no, he gets he gets this thing. Oh, well, Taylor said he was not involved in the hiring process, and the only reason Pueblo County needed a signed resolution establishing her hire was because Pueblo serves as a fiscal agent for the five-county agency. Oh, that was a you-chose-poorly moment right there, citizens. No, never centralize anything. Never centralize anything. That's a rule. Never do it. Centralization of power is the thing you don't want to happen. Centralization of power means, well, it means people have power over everybody. If we want to avoid that in the United States of America, we don't want Obama to just—I don't know—not deport people, not not adhere to his oath of office. Oh, his—you forgot the oath of office. Oh, defend the Constitution. We'll start there. Every one of those people up there are in violation of that, but we go past that. Faithfully execute the laws of the land. Oh, progs forgot that one. Well, is Obama faithfully executing the law by not enforcing it? Oh, before you hurt yourself with liberal logic, no. <laughs> it No matter what you say, the answer is no. You know what? Susan's right. Just say no to government. If we all just learned to do that, we'd be better off. No to government. No, no, we don't need more coverage. Every time someone says, you know, we need a stop sign, right? Shut up. <laughs> well, we had an accident. Yeah, but we had 20 years of nobody having an accident and at this intersection. One dope goes through it and doesn't, doesn't realize he has to slow down and uh, gets into an accident. Suddenly, we need a stop sign. No, we need people to know how to drive. If th- well, There are no signs in a lot of places around here. And it's a little strange, but you know what? I almost come to a... Complete stop at every intersection because I have no idea what's coming on the other way, the other two ways, the other road that intersects. There's no stop sign, so you have to slow down, make sure no one's coming, and then move forward. Slow down, make sure no one's coming. I know this is something you don't understand because you, you live in a place with signs and lights, but there are places without signs and lights, That's and how we it get is by without it. That's how it is in Butte. That's how it is in Butte Basin. Yeah, uh, Boulder. I can go on, but plenty of places out here. We, you know. The only reason is there's paved roads on these places because the federal government gives them money to pave the roads. We don't have the money to pave the roads. And I keep trying to tell them we need to stop paving the roads. If you can't afford to have a pickup truck, you don't live here. If you want a little a little teeny car, don't live in the country. Get a pickup truck or something with clearance. Don't bring those stupid SUVs, please.
0: Okay, finish this They have cover. no clearance.
5: You're going to get off the road the first bump. You're going to take out the whole bottom of your bumper. They are not real. Buy older stuff that's real. It's up off the ground. And not worried about the gas mileage so much. All right. She's tapping on me furiously. All right. He said, yeah, Every representative on the hiring board knew about each candidate's past, but couldn't say if the accusations against Orngdolf played any role in the hiring process. Good. She was never charged with any criminal act but was accused of sending sexually suggestive text messages a provocative photo to students while she taught at South. I have no idea what South is. Could that be a South, place?
0: South High School. That's what they said in the beginning.
5: Well, I know at South. At South what? But read this. They, they, the person makes money for their words, Susan. I know. Why are they afraid of I can't using their words? Could, I
0: can't believe you could say her name too. That I was waiting for you not to be able to, but you, you handled it quite nicely. Okay. Arendals? The- That's an easy one. <laughs> you, you've
5: hit me with much harder than that.
0: Okay. Good. Her teaching license.
5: Uh, her teaching license was taken away by the state last month. Taylor said she had experience in grant writing for the Department of Human Services, and said her background in English was also a strike. Okay, and two, and, the, and your behavior would be a negative. Uh, uh, two but things. Let's let's not think about you, that. You
0: hire somebody who was whose license was revoked. You know what would happen to me? She's
5: not being, as a teacher. It
0: doesn't matter. It has, goes to character.
5: Well, it may go to character, but then an interesting character. The, and you know what's... The progs put her here. The progs are interested in the fact that she she would do stuff like that. They want teachers to do stuff like that. They promote this kind of behavior. This is craziness. I'm telling you, now that they're, they're going to push the same-sex marriage under the bus, you watch what happens with pedophilia. Uh, they're already trying it. They're already trying you know to get what? it removed from the from the psychobabble uh, book of whatever. I thought it was... Disease, mean, I thought it like was they mean. did with homosexuality, which, by the way, they pressured them, and they know, threatened them, the and they removed it without any scientific proof to remove it. Now, that's removing treatment from people that might actually need it. I don't know. I'm not a specialist. But I do know you don't take it out of the book of diagnostic when it is not proven not to be a mental problem. If it's proven, I would of course, but just for politics? No, and that's what happened. Now, I say this because the pedophiles are pushing for it right now.
0: Well, I found it interesting that her background in English was a strength. Really? I thought that... Oh, no, you have that background back-
5: in Spanish. Oh, <laughs> no, she can say whatever she wants, but I happen to know that everybody across the country, as far as Maryland, because they have reported to me, they have reported to me that they don't, they want people that are bilingual. Why? Because there's so many illegal aliens that have to be served, and we can't make them learn English. We can't make them do anything for the what we give them. My God, we're going to give them money. We're going to give them medical care, housing, clothing, everything, and they won't even learn English? What the hell kind of country we living in there should be some requirement for uh, all the unconstitutional crap we do yeah alright with that we're gonna go to a break it's radio show you stay tuned cause we'll be right back
6: you live here yes well maybe you know what a zombie is when a person dies and is buried, it seems there certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life.
4: Oh, horrible.
6: It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean
3: like Democrats? Due to an upturn in the economy, Main Street Business Loans has pre-approved the release of millions of dollars in small business funding. Your business may already be pre-approved to receive up to $250,000. We've sent out millions of pre-approval letters. We see the economy growing, and our underwriters believe now is the time to invest in your business so you can grow faster and make more money. And we're prepared to give you up to $250,000 to do it. Your funds can be available in five days. There are no application fees, no annual fees, just quick access to up to $250,000. If your business did not receive your approval letter to get up to $250,000, call Main Street Business Loans Approval Desk now. 800-430-4505, 800-430-4505, 800-430-4505, that's 800-430-4505.
2: If you're looking for a better way to clean the air in your home or office, you need the all-new Ozone Light. It's as simple as changing your light bulbs. The Ozone Light looks like a normal spiral type of light bulb. It screws in most standard light sockets, but it's not a normal light bulb. It's coated with titanium dioxide. It's completely safe, but this unique coating kills most airborne bacteria, mold spores, and neutralizes odors. Just one light cleans the air in an entire room and lasts eight times longer than the normal light bulb. If you have smokers, if you have allergies, if you have pet odors, mold, or mildew, you need the ozone light. It will wipe them out, and you have our word. If you're not satisfied with the way the ozone light cleans the air in your home, simply return it for a full refund.
3: Call 1-800-380-4105, 1-800-380-4105, 1-800-380-4105, or visit Airtimestore.com, Airtimestore.com. I guarantee you,
0: Barack Obama ain't taking
3: my shotguns, so don't buy that malarkey. Don't buy that malarkey. They're gonna, they're gonna start peddling that to you. I got two. If he tries to fool my Beretta, he's got a problem.
1: Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you can make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? Yes! According to the U.S. Census Bureau, you can make almost twice as much. Going back to college is now easier than ever. There are select online colleges that provide laptops to their students. In fact, there are thousands of college programs on your laptop. You can go to college anywhere and everywhere right from a laptop. Call My College Laptop and you can find hundreds of programs from accredited colleges and universities nationwide. Start a new career in law enforcement, business, information technology, healthcare, and hundreds of others. Call my college laptop to find an online college that will provide you with a laptop. In no time at all, you can double your earning potential. Double your earning potential! Call now! 1-800-564-4307. That's 800-564-4307. 800-564-4307.
4: Okay,
5: welcome back to the Incorporated Radio Show. All right, what is the real meaning of the separation of church and state? You've heard it a million times. Now go find it in the Constitution. You don't have one? I think uh, even Prague's, you should have one. You, you go to that place, uh, the, that? Heritage the Heritage Foundation, Foundation there, yeah. and they give you there, a free one, one. One of
0: them, there's a couple.
5: A free one. I don't think ours exists anymore where I got my, the citizens, rule book. That's more than just the. It is more. It's more than just. That's why I'm glad we
0: have it. And we gave a lot of those away. I wanted to do that. I
5: wanted to, I wanted to read that in the show about, um, what it talks about the, uh, jury nullification. All right. This is from World Net Daily by Bill Federer. And I actually recognize that name, so it's interesting. I wonder who he is. On January the 1st, 1802, the people of Cheshire, Texas, sent a giant block of cheese to President Thomas Jefferson, being presented by the famous Baptist preacher John Leland. John Leland was then invited to preach at the President and Congress to the President Congress in the US Capitol. The subject of his talk was you guessed it, separation of church and state. Baptists had been particularly persecuted in colonial Virginia, as Francis L. Hawkes wrote in Ecclesiastical History eighteen thirty six No dissenters in Virginia experienced for a time harsher treatment than the Baptists. They were beaten and imprisoned. Cruelty taxed ingenuity to devise new models of punishment and annoyance. So many Baptist ministers were harassed and their church services disrupted that James Madison introduced legislation in the Virginia's legislature on October 31st, 1785, titled A Bill for Punishing Disturbers of Religious Worship, which passed in 1789. And that's the same year that the Constitution went into effect. Colonial Virginia had an establishment of Church of England, or Anglican Church, from 1606 to 1786. Establishment meant mandatory membership, mandatory taxes to support it, and no one could hold public office unless they were a member. Well, so far he's got the history right. Over time, lax enforcement allowed dissenting religious groups to enter Virginia, The first being Presbyterians and Quakers, followed by German Lutherans, Mennonites, and Moravian Brethren, then finally Baptists. John Leland, who considered running for Congress, wanted an amendment to the United States Constitution that would protect religious liberty. Leland reportedly met with James Madison near Orange, Virginia, and upon Madison's promise to introduce what would become the First Amendment, Leland persuaded Baptists to support him. John Leland wrote, "The rights of conscience inalienable, seventeen ninety one. That they wanted no just toleration. Seventeen ninety one would be the ratification of the Bill of Rights. Right before the they raped the Constitution for the first bank of the United States of America. Uh, what they wanted no just toleration, but equality. Every man must." give account of himself to God and therefore every man ought to be at liberty to serve God in a way that he can best reconcile to his conscience if government can answer for individuals at the day of judgment let men be controlled by it in religious matters otherwise let men be free following George Whitfield's, I love George Whitfield first Great Awakening revival a second Great Awakening revival took place in Jefferson's Al Barn, Al Bamarley County. Uh I know I bet that. Sorry. <laughs> Baptist, Presbyterian, and Methodist revival meetings were held. Even Jefferson's daughter, Mary, attended a Baptist revival preached by Lorenzo Dow. Dolly Madison, wife of James Madison, reported that in 1774, Jefferson dined at Monticello along with another guest, the Baptist pastor, Andrew Tribble. After trouble with Tribble. Oh, no. After questioning Pastor Tribble about how Baptist church government worked, Jefferson remarked, it was the only form of pure democracy that exists in the world. It would be the best plan of government for the American colonies. During the revolution, Anglican, let, let's be clear here, before you get excited, Thomas Jefferson did not write the United States Constitution. He actually had no direct Involvement whatsoever. I said, direct. right. All right. Um, during the revolution, Anglican ministers had sided with King George III, who was head of the Anglican Church. As a result, patriotic parishioners began to migrate out of the quote-unquote established churches into quote-unquote dissenting churches. Though Jefferson seemed like I'm telling you to do now. Don't let that man stand up there and talk social justice to you. Replace him. Or, start a new church. Though Jefferson was baptized, married, and buried in the Anglican Church, as recorded in his family Bible, he started a type of dissenting church in 1777, named the Calvinistical Reformed Church. Jefferson drew up the bylaws of the church, was met in an Albemarle <laughs> i don't know how to say this Albemarle County courthouse his idea was for it to be a voluntary church supported only by the voluntary donations of those who attended oh, like every church now in contrast to the anglican model of support from government taxes jefferson's memorandum book shows he contributed to their evangelical pastor the reverend charles clay as well as to missionaries and other churches Quote, I have subscribed to the building of an Episcopal church, $200, a Presbyterian $60, and a Baptist $25. After the Revolution, the Virginia legislature rewrote its laws to remove references to the king. Dissenting churches lobbied Jefferson to disestablish the Anglican Church. Jefferson responded by writing his bill for establishing religious freedom. In 1779, fellow member of Jefferson's Calvinistical Church, Reformed Church, Colonel John Harvey introduced the bill in Virginia's assembly. After three of Jefferson's children died, his wife died in 1782. After her funeral, Jefferson suffered depression and withdrawal from politics. In his grief, he burned every letter he had with his wife and sequestered himself in his room for three weeks, only venturing out to ride horseback through the hills of his estate.
0: With his daughter, Patsy. Patsy was with him.
5: Jefferson's daughter, Martha Patsy Jefferson, quote-unquote Patsy, because I guess that wasn't her name or her nickname, uh, described how he wept for hours in those melancholy rambles. I was his constant companion, mm-hmm. a solitary witness to many a violent burst of grief, the violence of his emotion. To this day, I do not describe to myself.
0: When um, we did... Uh Martha and...
5: You mean he destroyed his bedroom, too? He trashed it. So did I.
0: He trashed it. That's why they don't have any pictures of Martha Jefferson.
5: Oh, he must have been pissed. They
0: don't have anything. Well, they lost ten children. Only two survived. And one of them, Patsy's the only one, her sister died when she was 25. Every time that that he had a child, his wife got sicker and sicker. Yes. And they have no
5: idea. To, they, and yet some they people, could keep their hands off each other. No, one. they,
0: oh my God, these two were so in love. You've got to be kidding me. They were freaking soulmates. I was crying when I was reading this, matter of fact.
5: Let's hope I can get through it without such emotion. Trying to help. Congress asked Jefferson in 1784 to go as ambassador to France. Mm-hmm. France was going through a period of French infidelity prior to its Bloody French Revolution and Reign of Terror. Oh, yes. They go together like like bacon and eggs. The French Revolution and the Reign of Terror. Democracy reigned, and it was terror. Uh, Democracy is what our founding fathers did not want for us, and uh, we're here. Almost all the way there. But they're not going for democracy. They're going for something else.
0: And he took his two daughters with him, too.
5: I wouldn't have. They're a promiscuous sponsor. They still are. <laughs> they think, ah, everyone should have sex. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, uh, I'm not that blah, 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 blah. Anyway, upon returning America, Jefferson Jefferson leaned toward a liberal, a deist Christianity. Th- these words can't go together. And this is how these deists nowadays claim that Thomas Jefferson was not a Christian. The, yeah it's a deist hyphen christianity did you not see that it, this is their this is other people's opinion on what he is he there's a, well he leaned toward but he wasn't he was a christian he signed every letter in the year of our lord jesus christ now, no, it is not unusual for them to say, in the year of our Lord, but it is unusual, as a matter of fact, back in those days, to add in the name of Jesus Christ. I know,
0: you bring this up every show.
5: That's right, because it's a done deal for the deists. He ain't worshipping Jesus Christ if he's a deist, right? Deist just means you believe in a God, an entity. All right, so anyway, uh liberal deist Christianity, Through in later life he was described simply as a liberal Anglican. Oh, you mean the Anglican Christian Church? Wow. (laughs) But the Jefferson Bible. The Jefferson Bible was only a thing for him. It wasn't for anybody else. It had nothing to do with being a deist. It had to do with... It was an experiment. It was to see if the philosophy spoke of in the New Testament could stand on its own without reference to Jesus Christ. And it could. Of course it could, because truth always can stand alone. That's what he was trying to find out. Was this truth? Truth is immortal. It doesn't change. Now you know why I'm not part of any organized religion, because they all change. They change based on the time. If it changes, it's not truth. I, I can't be bothered with it. Anyway, Jefferson's bill, which he noted on his gravestone as Statue of Virginia for Religious Freedom passage his assembly january 16 1786 quote almighty god hath created the mind free all attempts to influence it by temporal punishments are a departure from the plan of the holy author of religion who being lord both of body and mind yet chose not to propagate it by coercions on either as was in his almighty power to do be it enacted that no man shall suffer on account of his religious opinions. Yeah, we've gone from that to oh, you can't have the copy of the Ten Commandments at the courthouse. Why not? It's kind of the basis for ju- our judicial system. Yeah, but it's religious. Okay. What did I just read? They, they did not want people free from religion. That's nonsense. Free to Pursue your religion, free to freely express your religious beliefs. That's what it says, and that's what it means. It's not that one's not even hard. It says it right there. There's no establishment clause. Oh it says establish Yes, it says Congress shall pass no law. First thing you need is Congress and then a passing of law. None of which is done in a schoolroom or a courthouse foyer decoration. Uh, no. no. freedom of, not from, atheists, commies in atheist clothing. They're trying to get God removed from the whole country on the basis that, oh no, it's the establishment clause. You you can't have anything religious to do with the government. That's not what it says. Congress is required first. Passing a law is required second. None of that's done when people decide to wear a crucifix or or pray in, in school. None of that's done. There's no Congress passing a law. Therefore, it doesn't apply. Oh, well, they applied the Bill of Rights down to the states. Yeah, let's listen to the judiciary and the federal government taking more power from the states. Let's do that. I don't care what they say. They're idiots. They're there to destroy us. They were appointed as, as coercive criminal judges by one side that wants to make us live under their notion of how we should live because we're all too stupid to decide for ourselves. Oh, did you not hear Bill Clinton say it out loud in one doofus moment? Someone asked him a question about glowing taxes, and he said, I think uh, we know how to spend your money better than you do. He said it. I I burned into my memory from that day. I remember I can still see him as he said it in my mind. He slipped and told you the truth, and you didn't care. Wow. We're in trouble. Let's go back to history. It's less depressing. Virginia's disestablishment of the Anglican Church would never have passed had it not been for Methodist Bishop Francis Asbury. Splitting the popular Methodist movement away from the Anglican Church into its own denomination in 1785 you could thank the Methodists for that there were notable leaders who resisted disestablishment disestablishing the Anglican or as it is now called the Episcopal Church you didn't know that did you
4: yeah.
5: oh by the way the Roman Catholic Church recognizes the Episcopal Church because uh, it was a uh, a bishop or Cardinal. I forget who does I think a bishop does the consecration, I can't remember. Whoever consecrates the hand for this, uh to to make the body and blood of Christ become the body and blood of Christ. He, it was it was someone who already had that power who left the church to establish this church so they have the power to consecrate their priest hands to actually give you communion. No other Christian church is recognized by the Roman Catholic Church as far as I know. Um, well, not certain. Sure, maybe the Greek Orthodox, but I don't run too much into Greek Orthodox churches here. Although in uh, they, we do have them in Butte, but that's been an unusual case in my travels around the country. So, uh, the Anglican Church is the Episcopal Church, such as Governor Patrick Henry. Um, to continue the sentence, now called the Episcopal Church, such as Governor Patrick Henry. This movement was later termed anti terrorism. Oh my God, that's a real thing? I've been saying, I, I remember that from spelling bees. anti Uh I thought that was just like a, a, th- a made-up thing. <laughs> I didn't know it was a historical fact. Uh, I didn't know it was called this. And I've studied this part. I've never seen this before. Yeah, see, anybody can learn. Virginia built its first Jewish synagogue in 1789 and its first Catholic church in 1795.
0: The only religion that wasn't over here during the colonial era was the so-called Islam.
5: Yeah, but there were there were Jewish people. They were a real minority. We're talking oh yeah, super yeah. duper yeah pinprick minority. But so there goes here. oh look the Virginia. What about the Jews at the time? Of the, I like I don't know. They don't talk. The Jews don't talk much about the Constitution or the founding. I know there were some here, but they were pretty rare. Um, They were in the super majority minority. Obviously, they were they were Jews from Europe that came over here, right? Well, we'll talk about this more on the other side of the break. You stay tuned. This is the Uncooperative Radio Show. We'll be right back.
3: The path to restoring our republic was laid down by our founding fathers. The principles of freedom, liberty, personal responsibility, and limited government are conservative ideals we will never abandon. America is listening. Grassroots, common sense, conservative talk radio. It's on the Internet. Tune in now. Red State Talk Radio, featuring some of the most popular Internet talk show hosts in America today. Are you listening? RedStateTalkRadio.com Here's George Foreman with InventHelp.
6: Hi, I'm George Foreman. Do you have an idea for a new product or invention? People ask me all the time, George, how do I get my idea in front of companies? How do I get a patent? What do I do next? Do you have the same questions I'll tell you like I'll tell them all? Call my friends at InventHelp.
3: Call InventHelp today for free information. InventHelp has been helping inventors for more than 30 years and has sales offices nationwide. InventHelp can submit your invention to companies who are interested in receiving new ideas. If you have an idea and want to try to patent it and submit it to companies, you should call Invent
6: Help today for free information. Listen, I can't guarantee a company will be interested in your idea, but I believe every inventor deserves the opportunity to step into the ring and take their best shot.
3: Put InventHelp in your corner. Call now, 800-974-3461. 800-974-3461. That's 800-974-3461.
6: But I have an uncomfortable feeling that this prosperity isn't something on which we can base our hopes for the future. No nation in history has ever survived a tax burden that reached a third of its national income. Today, 37 cents out of every dollar earned in this country is the tax collector's share. And yet our government continues to spend 17 million dollars a day more than the government takes in. We haven't balanced our budget 28 out of the last 34 years. We've raised our debt limit three times in the last 12 months. And now our national debt is one and a half times bigger than all the combined debts of all the nations of the world. We have $15 billion in gold in our treasury. We don't own an ounce. Foreign dollar claims are $27.3 billion. And we've just had announced that the dollar of 1939 will now purchase 45 cents in its total value. Coming soon, John McCain and Lindsey Graham. Star in the tender sequel to Brokeback Mountain, return
3: to Canyon. You know, Lindsay, you spend a few days out on the campaign trail, away from all the other Republicans with nothing but your horse, the press, and a few thousand sheep to lead. Well it makes a man think different. Feel different. You know what I mean? You want another back rub? Sure. Then we'll make s'mores. And now, from Hezbollah Toys, just in time for Ramadan, the good and peaceful people at Wacky.com and Hezbollah bring you the Jihad Joe action figure. Pull his string, and he shouts, Allah Akbar, and kill the infidels. Pull it again, and Jihad begins to sweat profusely and screams, Everyone back up or I will blow myself up. On the third pull, Jihad Joe shouts, I am serious. On the fourth and final poll, Jihad Joe begins to say something we cannot quite make out before exploding in a dazzling and immensely gratifying display of holy fire and smoke. For added fun, dress Jihad in a burka before detonation. Get your Jihad Joe today. Supplies are limited, and once they are gone, thank Allah they are gone. Coming soon, burka barbie. Last time,
2: I'm pretty sure what's killing the crops is this Brondo stuff. The Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes.
1: So wait a minute. What you're saying is that you want us to put water on the crops. Yes. Water. Like out the toilet?
6: Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be out of the toilet, but but yeah, that's the idea.
2: But Brondo's got what plants crave.
4: It's got electrolytes.
2: Okay, look. The plants aren't growing. So I'm pretty sure that the Brando's not working. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you put water on plants, they grow. Oh, well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Yeah, that's good. You sure you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, y- you want to solve this problem. I want to get my pardon. So why don't we just try it, okay? And not worry about what plants crave.
3: Brando's got what plants crave. Yeah, it's got electrolytes What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they use to make brown Yeah, but why did they use them to make brown dough? Because brown's electrolytes
5: Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. We're at 1795 right now, where they just made the first synagogue and the first Catholic church in Virginia. In Virginia, <laughs> in Virginia, not to be confused with the West Virginia. John Leland and helped start several. Hey, I I love hillbillies and southern rednecks, but I. I love the hell out of living down there. John Leland then helped start several Baptist churches in Connecticut, which was a state having an establishment of the congress on the Congregational Church from its founding in sixteen thirty nine until eighteen eighteen. Baptists in Connecticut formed the oh, he's going to the Danbury Baptist. Oh good for him. Baptists of Connecticut formed the Danbury Baptist Association and sent a letter to then-President Thomas Jefferson October the 7th, 1801. Right after, you know what, October of 1801. This is the worst year of his life. He had to deal with all the nonsense that the Federalists did on the way out the door. I'm like, man, I just got to take medicine. Anyway, I have to talk. I'll have to wait. Um... Yeah, I can't remember to take my pills. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have took them before the break. Uh, during the break. So, there you have it. Anyway, so, uh, Congressional Church its founding in 1639 until 1818. Baptists in Connecticut formed the Danbury Baptist Association and sent a letter to Thomas Jefferson. Sir, our sentiments are uniformly on the side of religious liberty. That religion is at all times and places a matter between God and individuals. That no man ought to suffer in name, person, or effects on account of his religious opinions. That the legitimate power of civil government extends no farther than to punish a man who works ill to his neighbor. But sir, our ancient charter in Connecticut, together with the laws made by coincidence therewith, are that what religious privileges we enjoy as Baptists, we enjoy as favors granted and not as inalienable rights. Okay, background. Danbury Baptist... Uh, uh, Danbury, Connecticut. Connecticut. The Baptist Church. Nobody that wasn't Baptist could run for office. Could hold office. Nothing to do with the government. It was all run by Bap- uh, by the... Uh, not Baptist. Uh, who the heck was the church? I'm trying to... No, I think it was the... the well, the pilgrims were... Puritan. Purit- I think it's the Puritans. I think it's the Puritan church that they're dealing with. Uh at any rate, as you all know listeners of this show, originally the the document called the United States Constitution only applied to the federal government except where expressly stated. So, to prove that point, <laughs> they have an official church of Connecticut. Nobody could do anything about it because there is, there was no separation of church and state in their charter slash constitution slash whatever they called it back then. Uh, I think a charter. So, so what it says separation church? My God! What with the atheists? No God! This is the story the atheists don't want you to hear. States had that were not controlled by the federal government. They could have officials churches of the state of pennsylvania massachusetts whatever connecticut uh we chose mostly we chose not to do that except for in this there were a couple of states that did it actually i shouldn't say that. there was a couple of before they were states colonies that actually behaved this way that everybody had to be of the same religion a theocratic government and uh what got rid of them wasn't the, the constitution it was the people's the people agreed with the Constitution. In other, words, the people agreed that we came here for religious liberty. Not be told we can't do this. We can't. We can't hold office if we don't agree with the official government. It's going back to England again, and France, and Europe in general. Um, they, this was a big deal, and this is the one they always told They always quote Thomas Jefferson's wall. Now I'm going to have you listen to this story, and you're going to be so pissed that you fell for this liberal crap clap trap
0: you're correct it is puritans
5: aha i looked it up my steel trap works again anyway ah, uh, that the legitimate power blah blah, blah but sir blah, blah blah and the letter continues sir we are sensible that the president of the united states is not the national legislature and also sensible that the national government cannot destroy the laws of each state but our hope did you hear that let me read that again that's a, a good... I got little tingles running up my my leg there, softball.
0: You know what? We should, uh, we should uh, copy and paste that and have that around so we can always say it in the show.
5: Okay. So anyway, he, he's not the national legislature. Caesar disagrees. And also sensible that the national government cannot destroy the laws of each state. Oh, definitely Caesar disagrees. But our hopes are strong that the sentiments of our beloved president which have had such genial effect already, like the radiant beams of sun, will shine and prevail through all these states and all the world till hierarchy and tyranny be destroyed from the earth. No, I want that one as a bumper sticker. I have a pickup truck. I can have a big bumper sticker. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sorry, the letter continues. We have reason to believe that America's God has raised you up to fill the chair of state. May God strengthen you for the arduous task which providence and the voice of the people have called you. And may the Lord preserve you safe from every evil and bring you at last to his heavenly kingdom through Jesus Christ, our glorious mediator. Oh my God, he said Jesus Christ. How
0: many times did he say God or Lord in that one paragraph?
5: Jesus Christ is the big one. An atheist is
0: like Self-combusting right now. Oh, there's a
5: bunch of them. I've made, I've, I've made catch fire already. <laughs> if there's I don't think they're still listening to it. I think we've burned them all up. We've run out of that particular fuel. <laughs> On January 1st, 1802, Jefferson wrote back with his famous letter. Now, this is. 18, do you see how long it took? What did this start? Uh, what did they say? 18. What, October the 7th, 1801. It's when the letter was sent, right? Yeah. Now, when did he respond? January 1st, 1802. He was busy. He was very busy. He was dealing with the fuzzy muzzies. He was dealing with uh, a troll SCOTUS. Well, Uh, not only that, you know,
0: we bring this up on the He was
5: dealing with the nonsense left over by John Adams, which should never have happened. It was unconstitutional.
0: It also took a long time for correspondence to go back and forth. We didn't have, no know- that No,
5: but this is what I, I, I constantly point out. Uh, it's sort of like when you get a text message, I tell you, you don't have to answer right away. That's what's good about a text message. Get to it when you want. Same thing here. This took, I don't know how long to get to him. I don't know how many other letters he had to get through to get to the bottom of the pile where this was. Uh, but he finally, finally did read it, January the 1st, 18, at least by January 1st, 1802, and he responded. He wrote back with his famous la- letter, agreeing with the Danbury Baptists, Gentlemen, believing with you that religion is a matter which lies solely between man and his God, that he owes account to none other for faith or his worship, that the legislative powers of government reach actions only and not opinions, I contemplate with solemn reverence that act of the whole American people, which declared that their legislature should make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, thus building a wall of separation between church and state. Okay, he just quoted that completely out of context. I mean, he put context, but then he he mixed up his, he didn't say that. No, he never said that. Uh, uh, you know, he wasn't talking about, he never mentioned the Bill of Rights because it doesn't apply to the states. And he didn't talk about the federal constitution in such a way. No, he didn't. Um, anyway, they're building a wall of separation between church and state. I wish, I got to find Loki's paper on this. He, he did it right. This guy's doing it wrong. He's doing he it. He may fix it. Now ladies and I haven't read the whole thing. I don't read everything before the show. This isn't a canned show. I read it live, and I respond live. Um, So, anyway, uh, I can tell you right now, that whole thing I just read is completely not not placed into context. Uh, He wasn't talking about the United States Constitution at all. He never mentioned it. Because it doesn't apply. The again the federal constitution only applied to the federal government so anyway jefferson ended quote adhering to this expression of the supreme will of the nation in behalf of the rights of god he's he's pointing to the bill of rights as uh, i i'm sorry this i don't know where he got this i have to get loki's paper he did it perfect this is clunky and chunks of what he's saying when he's saying it, and I'm sorry, I think he's putting it out of context. So far it is completely out of context. It did not relate to the Bill of Rights of the federal government in any way. Neither did his... I don't understand where he gets this notion that, uh, oh, well, the Bill of Rights, see, see it's the Bill of Rights applies. No, it doesn't. Bill of Rights only applies to the national government. But their bills of rights. They give us our rights. No, they don't. There's supposed to be extra protection of your inalienable rights which you didn't need to have written down. Anyway, Jeff said, Adhering to this expression of the supreme will of the nation on behalf of the rights of conscience, I shall see with sincere satisfaction the progress of those sentiments which tend to restore man to its natural rights. Convinced he has no natural right in opposition to his social duties. I reciprocate your kind prayers for the protection and blessing of the common father and creator of man see he only quotes the letter he doesn't let us read the whole letter uh, loki he, he just breaks down the letter breaks it none of this the whole thing top to bottom this is so taken out of context that people actually believe there is a separation between church and state and they everybody has lied to you why I'll try it again. Progressives have been progressing us towards serfdom so for over a hundred years. <laughs> and that's why they want you to think those rights are granted by the national government. No, they are not. Those The Bill of Rights is put in there to protect those rights of ours from the national government, and that's it. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, those are cold, hard facts. And in the real letter that isn't broken up to what he wants to put out with his drivel around it, uh, it it addresses all this. It it doesn't, the national government, the Constitution has no play in this. And he says that. But he also says that in in his statement about the separation of church and state, The wall, there should be a wall. He was talking about the state government and what they were doing with their official government. Being the official religion of the government, which uh, we kind of ran away from, the the Anglican Church. And he was an Anglican, by the way. And he's still still against state-sponsored religion. And that's it. In other words, Congress shall make no law making... Ah, uh, the Episcopal Church, the official church of the United States of America, like it is in England. After all, we changed all our, uh, you know, copyright laws to be like Europe. Why don't we change our religion to be like an well, uh, well, official church, the Anglican Church of the United States of America? What do you think? It sounds it's like that over in England. Why can't we have it here? Uh, because the Constitution says you can't, that's why. But uh, never, before the Bill of Rights, never did it say it could. And so it can't, because that's how the Constitution works. All right. Where did I leave off here? Uh, on behalf of the right's conscience, satisfaction the progress of these sentiments tend to restore man to its natural rights. I love that one. I love that line. Natural rights. To our natural, unalienable rights. Convinced he has no natural right in opposition to his social duties. I reciprocate your kind prayers in the protection and blessing of the common father and creator of man. Baptists were familiar with Jefferson's metaphor, Wall of Separation, as Baptist founder of Rhode Island, Roger Williams, used in his bloody tenet of persecution for conscience' sake, 1644. Jews under the Old Testament and Christians under the New Testament... Oh, did you hear what he said? Jews of the Old Testament. Old Testament Christians are Jewish. Jewish. All, although, grossly in, inaccurate. Um, it still it represents the Torah, and the Kalash, and the Talmud. and It is Jewish history. The Old Testament. Jesus wasn't born yet. I cannot believe how many Christians... Fight me on this. There was no Jesus until he was born. And he was a Jew. Oh, you don't remember the reference? They wanted to be king of the Jews. That's one of the things that pissed off the king of Israel. He didn't want to be. But everybody else wanted him to be. And so, well, you know, you know what happened. Anyway, I reciprocate that. Baptists were familiar with Jefferson's metaphor. Uh, Christian New Testament both separ- uh, Old Testament and Christians of the New Testament were both separate from the world. And that when they have opened a gap in the hedge or wall of separation between the garden of church and the wilderness of the world, God hath ever broken down the wall itself. And that therefore, if he will ever please to restore his garden and paradise again. It must of necessity be walled in peculiar, peculiarly unto himself from the world. Jefferson viewed the wall as limiting the federal government from intermeddling in the church government. And he is wrong. Never in his letter did he mention the federal, in fact, I don't know if he ever used the word federal government. Uh the national gov the, the national government as Madison referred to it, is probably how Jefferson referred to it. Uh no, general, sorry, general government. Uh same thing. Anyway, this guy gets it wrong. Who who is this from? Where do we get this?
0: From World Net Daily.
5: Yeah. I gotta give the editor a call. I I got a set of Loki's true historical work on it. He he referenced everything. Did everything perfect. He did it. Uh, I forget why he had to do it. He did it for somebody um, to explain the difference between what the Pragues called separation church and state and what Jefferson meant, which what Jefferson never meant that the government should not, people in government should not be religious, should not have religious symbols, items, none of that stuff. He didn't believe, He just believed that the government shouldn't be a lot, couldn't be, shouldn't be involved in religion. But he said shouldn't in the letter, not can't, because the states can do what they wish. However, he explained in the letter, which I'm not using anything but what this person wants, Uh, and now he's going to tell us what his, he viewed the wall. He did not view the wall as limiting the federal government. That's just nonsense. Nonsense. It didn't limit the federal government from meddling in church stop them from having an official church. That is all. Ladies and gentlemen, it's in the words. Congress shall make no law establishing religion. First, Congress has to pass a law. Then they have to establish an official religion in the United States of America. None of which has happened in any of the cases brought up by the ACLU and their commie buddies. None. You're allowed to have... You can have a war memorial with a cross on it. What are you, insane? Oh, no, the judges said you can't. They know. So, the Supreme Court's so smart. They know. Oh, they don't know anything. They know that they should know that they have no business being Supreme Court justices or that the Supreme Court should be behaving in the matter that it does. That's what they should know, but they don't. Actually, they do, but they don't care. And therefore, they all serve in what, Susan?
0: Bad behavior.
5: So, no good behavior. Go bye bye. That's called impeachment. And that's what has to happen. But I'm interested in how... It's amazing how many people that t- say they understand history of the Constitution that flub this. If you flub this, you're a loser, historically. This is from whom? World that Daily? Wow. Uh, usually do better work. This is utter nonsense, by the way.
0: Okay, you're done with it. I want no, no, ahead. I am
5: not. <laughs> no. Oh no! Let's see what else he tells me Jefferson <laughs> meant. Uh, you know, one when they tell you what Jefferson meant, they're lying to you because Jefferson was a word whore. What does that mean? He did, he, he uses more words than is absolutely necessary yes, to explain himself. You no. cannot misunderstand him. He uses so many words because he doesn't allow for misunderstanding. He wants to paint the whole picture for you. You cannot mistake Jefferson. But you can if you just take a little quip out of a whole letter, right? Yeah, it separates the walls, wall between uh, government and religion. That's there was a whole letter, and this guy's doing the same thing. He's he's chunking it up and being an idiot in the wrong places. Uh, Again, my my buddy Tim Carle did, as he always did with history, an incredible job, absolutely accurate. And actually, and would be—I'd love to send it to this idiot and see see what he has to say. I wonder if he can admit his that he's wrong. Hey, it's hard to admit you're wrong. I do I do it anyway. It still sucks, but um, it's you have to do it if you're going to learn. So anyway, Jefferson viewed the wall as limiting the federal. See, he, let me do it with his quotes. Jefferson viewed the quote wall unquote as limiting the federal government from, quote, intermeddling, end quote, in church government, as explained in his letter to Samuel Miller, January the 23rd, 1808. Uh, did, did you just see here? Did you see what he did? He told you what he meant without, actually, he, I'm just going to take the wall and intermeddling, and that's all that was taken in that sentence from the actual letter. It's... Him telling you what it means. You know, you could read it, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's really, it's a little, you know, old English. A little, little hard to, to read, but Jefferson is pretty good. I've never had a problem understanding Jefferson. Madison's another story. Um, anyway, so let's see what this person, who I am now going to have to write a nasty letter to, uh, as to why he just should stop writing anything about history. Because... If you're going to get it wrong, shut up. The left already does it. Quote, in 1808, January 23rd. 1808. Why is that an important year, Susan? 1808. What's that?
0: I don't know. I'm not a history buff like you.
5: Come on. You studied the Constitution a little bit, didn't you? You sit here and listen to me constantly. What did the Constitution is so important about 1808?
0: Oh, was that the one where they stopped importing slaves? There you
5: have it everything about slavery has eighteen was limited to 1808 in the Constitution. That's how you know what it's about. So when they start quoting the migration clause for anything but, no, it's about slavery, and only slavery. Alright, so in his letter, January 23rd, 1808, I consider the government of the United States as interdicted, prohibited, he says, that's what it means. It, that's not what interdicted means. By the Constitution from intermeddling with religious institutions, their doctrines, discipline, or exercises. Uh, see it? It. interdicted doesn't mean prohibited. It actually means an interdiction is when you enter. You get between two warring. You interdict. can't explain. You get between two warring people. Your interdiction. You. Oh, never mind. You covered. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> yeah it doesn't mean prohibited you could say he's taken the context as prohibited but if it's the context why did he put it there why did he put it in parentheses why did he add it why didn't let us just read it i can read you can read you know the reading of words don't you no but you have an online dictionary you can look anything up you should anything you don't know you should look up every time you think about it you go when you ask yourself i wonder how that works go look it up Trust me, ladies and gentlemen, what you need to do mostly is go look it up. If everybody would take the time to look it up and do their due diligence on the Internet, everybody would be a U.S. history scholar. And no, I didn't label myself a history scholar. Everybody else does it. I'm just, I just understand U.S. history and the founding and the Constitution. That's it. All right. So no intermeddling. would be still telling him what to do, to tell him what to say. He says, though, their are doctrines, discipline, exercise." He's just saying it tells you stay away from religion. That's all it says. It's, just, it's it's none of your damn business. Leave. Don't even pay attention to religion. Is basically what the Constitution says because until the Bill of Rights, it wasn't mentioned. Right, right. There you go. No power to the Constitution. Then some jackasses insisted against against Madison's objections to add the Bill of Rights to the Constitution. They all thought they were so smart. The state, oh, we got to add that. Well, we have to have that. No, you didn't, and you just put a bunch of crap in there that allowed the federal government to steal state and individual sovereignty. Because if, drop the Bill of Rights. Go look at the SCOTUS decisions that have stolen your rights. Drop the Bill of Rights out of their decision, and what do you have? You have nothing because nothing in the Constitution grants the federal government any power over religion. This is the way the Constitution works. It doesn't work. It doesn't work the other It's not a never-ending list of don'ts, the, the things they can't do. You, you could never do that. You, first of all, it'd be ridiculously big, like, you know, Obamacare. Big. And you still would never cover anything. And as time went, more stuff would come up because the future brings enterprise and inventions and everything's changing all. Well, what the hell are you going to do with that? It's simple. The federal government cannot make an official church of the United States of America, nor may they in any way interfere. He says interdict. That's, interferes is is, I think that's how he used it, not prohibited. In no way interfere with religion of anybody. Hands off! Don't touch. What do I? What do we have to amend the Constitution? To actually, say say that. Oh wait, I, I think the First Amendment does, and yet court says it doesn't. It says it says. Oh no, you can't have any prayer, sh- any government entity anywhere, any place government money touches, because because that's what it says. You know, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't even apply to the states and the local governments. It does not apply. I know. The court says it does. But it doesn't. There you go. I know. I, I'm fighting people on my own side, ladies and gentlemen. I know this. This is why, I, I the only reason I speak about people is they annoy me the they're, they're, they're work. It feels like they're working against me. They're supposed to be on my side. And yet the things that come out of their mouths and the things they do, it's not true. It, it, Levin's book, The Liberty of Evidence," is a prime example. He's, he's supposed to be on my side. How could he do such a thing? Now I still listen to Mark Levin. I love the guy. But I don't know what to say about his, this how could you spend so much time writing a book destroying the Constitution and not even realize what you're doing? He had, he still doesn't realize that what he put out there destroys the Constitution. Legally. He's, Come on. He's a brilliant guy. He's a historian. He's, he's a constitutionalist. He's a conservative. All these things. How the hell can he write the book? Please. Someone... I, there's no way you could come up with an answer that, I, that would justify it. I, I, it's, I swear to God, it's like they're being manipulated somehow. It's it's just the people that are supposed to come out with the truth come out with the cr- crap. <sighs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I really huh. uh, They won't listen to me for five seconds. I tried it with a... Well, I, I'm just tired of talking to hosts that just yell at me and block me, and because uh, because I'm right, they're wrong, and they realize it in one painful stroke, and they don't want to deal with it, and they push me away. Uh, Mark Mike Church did it to me too. The only one that hasn't is is actually Sean Hannity. He's a very he's a, you know he he really is who he is on air. He's a very understanding individual. Very non-confrontational. Uh, so, yeah, he, he doesn't ever tell me to shut up and block me or his call screeners or anything. Other people do. So I, I'm just saying, this is why I have problems with my own side. Because sometimes they just are working against me and it's frustrating as hell. Why? Because they won't even take the time to listen to what I'm trying to tell them. And I'm just dismissed. Dismissed. So you got to do it, ladies and gentlemen. You're my listeners. Uh, you just gotta, you just gotta hammer Mark Levin. You, if you haven't heard me break down his amendments or Loki, I'll have to do it again. But we do not want what's in that book to happen. That would be the worst scenario ever. I know you don't think so, but I'm telling you, this this, is, this will be the end. If those Liberty Amendments are done, it's over. They ain't even worth discussing. No, till you enforce the Constitution. How about you stop changing it? See why can't the, see the lawyer Mark Levin just keeps screwing with his head? He should know this. He does know this, and yet he wrote the book. He wrote the damn book. Sorry, Mark. The, uh, but good news, Mark. Your plan and my plan dovetail nicely together as long as yours comes after mine. After we're back living under the Constitution, if you want to change it, we can call a state convention, do whatever the heck we want. But how about we live under it before we try and fix what ain't broken? Please, please get this message out to Mark Levin, Sean, Hinn, everybody. Just stop doing this To We can't get back to the Constitution. If you're going to amend the damn thing to put what they're doing wrong in the Constitution, then we're just getting back to where we are. I'm sorry. I, I am gonna have a stroke right here on air one day. I swear to God.
0: <laughs> Are you done?
5: I'm not. He's not. Why should I be done? All right. So anyway, intermeddling with religious, uh, intermeddling with religious institution, in the doctrine, and disciplinary exercises. This results o- not only from the provision that no law shall be made respecting the establishment of religion or free exercise of re- no, it's thereof. Thank you. If you're gonna quote something. Pre-exercise thereof, he says of religion, but from what, from that also which pre- reserves to the states the powers not delegated to the United States, the Tenth Amendment. Again, this guy is knows nothing about the Constitution. He thinks the Bill of Rights is the Constitution. I can tell he hasn't left it yet. He should have. The Tenth Amendment just states what was already obvious to everybody who wrote the damn thing. Anything not here given to the federal government is left to the states and the people where it came from. All power flows from the people, through the states, to the national government. Or matter as, as call it called the general government. But the quoting the tenth amendment, the tenth amendment this is why I am a the tenth amendment. We don't need the tenth amendment. We don't need the 9th amendment, which is actually better in my opinion than the tenth amendment. Read it. You'll know what I mean. Let me let me put it to you this way. The rights of we the people, are unlimited. The rights of our government, they are limited. We limit them. Because it's our power. And if we didn't say, you can do this, then you can't. There are no general stations or implied powers in the Constitution of the United States. That's the first thing you have to understand to start your journey ongoing. Then why are these people saying the Constitution means this? What, well, how do I find out what it really means? Well, you can go study study up on the Constitution and use Madison's notes of the Constitutional Convention. Uh, you could do a whole lot of stuff. Don't read the Federalist Papers. It'll screw you up. Uh, just the notes of the Constitution. You can read everybody's notes if you want. Even the so-called, these are the only right notes you should listen to by this guy, by the people that want to go back to the Articles of Confederation because they're just that ignorant uh, the, you can read that too. I yeah, anti-federalist, federalist, the whole night. read it all if you want to. But I'm going to tell you, if you go through Madison's notes of the convention, yes, you can read. Uh, you can read the one that they're talking. I forget who whose notes they were, but you, it was a New Yorker. They left. They left at the beginning. The notes have no bearing. They were done before it was. They were. They walked out. They weren't there for the whole convention. That's why the notes—this this little thing—and Madison's notes are gigantic. And by the way, only Madison's notes are official. Why would they have to be secret? Uh, they didn't want anybody involved that came up with ideas that their fellow countrymen wouldn't like suffering from. Honestly, debating the topics at hand—that's why you, they were sealed. Bring that's why, that's why they weren't released till long after Madison's death. Uh, they didn't want anybody involved to have anything happen to him because of what they said. Because sometimes it's just, it's just beanballing, ladies and gentlemen. It's just tossing out ideas. It doesn't mean you believe it. It's just comes, it's something that you thought of and let's, let's debate it. That's how you, that's how you find out things. You just, well, I don't know. What about this? It doesn't mean he's married to this. It just means, but what about this? But now you're going to crucify him when he walks out the door. That's why it had to be in secret. See? It's really simple. So don't let the people that love to just throw crap at things to see where it sticks affect your opinions of our founding fathers. They're jackasses. They they call you ignorant. Trust me on this. No one that listens to this show is ignorant. They're ignorant. That's projecting. They're too stupid to know what they're putting out there is nonsense. Sorry, people that like to put out nonsense. I'm not on your side. <laughs> It might surprise you to know I'm a little uncooperative that way. Oh wait, it's in the title of the show. I forgot. Look, I'm here for liberty. I'm here for the country. I'm here for the Constitution. I'm here for spirituality sometimes too. Uh, But I'm here to tell you the truth that nobody's, everyone's kept from you. This is why I do this. I I don't really enjoy it, frankly. I'd rather have more free time. What? I'm sick. My time is precious. And so is my energy, which this takes a lot of. Anyway, so moving along past the Tenth Amendment, which always, always, always sparks off me going out because the Tenth Amendment uh, Foundation just only gets it so far they don't get it all the way and they refuse to go the next step. They just stay in here. Okay, we don't need the Tenth Amendment to tell the federal government to pound sand. Jefferson continues, Certainly, no power to prescribe any religious exercise or to assume authority in religious discipline has been delegated to the general government. Thank you. They put federal in parentheses, and they say, hey, "I told you." That's what they referred to the general government. Let's all do that because really, there ain't nothing federal about it. Every religious society has a right to determine for itself the times for these exercises and the objects proper for them according to their own particular tenets. The federal government... He wouldn't have used that term. was Oh, well, This is him again. This is this guy talking, I think. The federal government was not limited, though, from spreading religion in Western territories. As on April 26, 1802... Jefferson's administration extended a 1787 Act of Congress where lands were designated, quote, for the sole use of Christian Indians and the Moravian Brethren Ministries for civilizing the Indians and promoting Christianity. And again, December 3rd, 1803, during Jefferson's administration, Congress ratified a treaty with the Kaskaskia Indians whereas the greater part of the said tribe have been baptized and received into the Catholic Church. The United States will give annually for seven years $100 towards the support of a priest of that religion who will engage to perform for said tribe the duties of his office and also to instruct as many of their children as possible. And the United States will further give the sum of $300 to assist the said tribe in the erection of a church. Wow. They're even paying to erect the church. Where's that separation of damn church and state?
0: Yeah, but you know, this goes to a very... This is,
5: Je- this is Jefferson. This is Mr. Liberty. <laughs> Honest to God. Uh, that That's huge.
4: <laughs> that okay, he well- said
5: he understands the Constitution does not restrict the federal government on federal lands, from performing religious duties to the people in the charge. But see, you have to understand, uh, his notion of, of of civil society has religion in it. So the, to help the heathens, as they used to call them, the natives, the heathens, the heathens, the heathens making them Christians, uh, he had no idea the evil he unleashed on the American Indians. He, he just... They converted. He said, okay, we'll we'll pay for a church and we'll pay for uh, a Catholic priest to come and minister. He was acting in response to what he thought the natives wanted. He didn't know that they were being forced into it by these bureaucrats he sent out there. Bureaucrats are always evil. Read your history. It was bureaucrats in the Indian nations who held The money that was supposed to go to them for and their goods and their services and blah, blah, blah. blah. They kept it, starved them, and sold it off to make a profit. They were criminals that were put in charge. That's why. It wasn't that our government meant to do it that way as painted by the progressives. Untrue. They didn't know. They were paying someone to administer it, and they were instead, well, they were corrupt, and they siphoned money off to themselves.
0: Well, and this goes to something else, though, that always bothered me because of Thomas Jefferson's purchase of the Louisiana Purchase. Oh,
5: that's a long story. I know, but <laughs> don't bring but that up. I'm
0: not well because not only did they do this, he
5: was wrong. It had no constitutional authority. Right, he should not have done it without the without going to the people first. But again, I'm trying to tell you, this is com- this is complicated. This was a one-time offer, one-time deal. I got, I need the money now. By Napoleon, that's what it was about. He had to act, or well, he was going to sell it to somebody else, like our enemies.
0: Well, the other thing that... that it no, doesn't he, make a right.
5: No, it, I it's know. It's unconstitutional. But
0: I, the other thing is, it, the whole of California and most of the West Coast, because I did this on our the Women of the Revolution, if you go back in history, was owned by Spain. So what we had was Spain was over there, okay? And then we had the gotten... French the French, and, and we had the, the British,
5: and uh, what the hell, the Dutch... Dutch. Um, the Dutch were never that big of a problem, right. though. But they we got have...
0: rid of the, the, the we got rid of the English. The Dutch gave up their holdings in the United States. No, we didn't get though. rid of the
5: English because we are the English. Well,
0: I mean, during the Revolutionary War, so they're gone.
5: Well, they weren't. They were supposed to be, but they were supposed to remove all their men from all the forts on the western frontier as part of the treaty.
0: But part of but his... they didn't
5: do that. They left them there, and no. But here is the problem I have: nobody made it an issue. Now, people see again complicated. People ask, "Why wouldn't they make it an issue?" Because they could not enforce it. They had to build an army. They had to build a navy. We didn't have a navy. We had to build one.
0: Okay, but it, it that, wasn't
5: until that John Adams that we actually had a functioning navy. It took that long.
0: But the, one of the considerations for that, and I actually did read in Patsy's letters, his, his daughter, when he was mulling this over, because he he was he's like you. He just, he thinks about it and he thinks about it and he thinks about it and he thinks about it. So was Madison. You guys, Those guys were always like constantly thinking. You know, they didn't just act, they would think. That's why they had a problem with John Adams. John Adams acted. He didn't really think that much. He wasn't a deep thinker.
5: No, he, he definitely was. He deep was not. Thinker, now, no. these two were.
0: <laughs> but gonna, I wouldn't even call consider- him a high
5: intellect. The, His wife was yeah, the only reason, a, reason that anybody thought he was smart. <laughs>
0: The, one of the considerations he was thinking of with that was, my God, we got rid of all these other countries, and now Spain is on the on our other coast on this continent. And if I don't get it, Napoleon was threatening to sell it to Spain.
5: I just said that to okay. our enemies. That's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have to name them.
0: But the thing I don't like about it is because they did the first highways, federal highways, going through these territories because they were not states. But it was still unconstitutional, wasn't no. it? No.
5: It, the, the the ownership itself was unconstitutional, so therefore anything related to the it, fruit
0: of the tree. It, yeah,
5: it's the fruit of the poisonous tree. Uh, however, no, that in and of itself wasn't because they weren't states; they were territories owned by the national government, and so no state could build a road. No, there was no state, so there was no state government. So we had to build the roads and stuff. Again, it comes down to, once you start leaving the Constitution, as good-natured and good-intentioned as That's what was, I wanted to bring look up. Look what the hell happened. I know.
0: And I Well, then- look,
5: Brian, it wasn't for that. You don't know. No, you don't. You don't know if we didn't do that, we wouldn't have kicked Spain's but, backside anyway. Yep. Because, first of all, they'd be overstretched going all the way through the Louisiana territories from Mexico and South America. How much of an army could they have? I mean, we'd just plow them under. Uh, that's my opinion. Uh, I think Jefferson was wrong. I think he shouldn 't have, have uh, he was he was able to live well, with his principles not sticking to his principles, something I could not do and, and I, it would eat me alive
0: and you know what else it it set I mean, it up does. it set up this whole thing for the states having their hands out and being mini-me's. because even in Montana when I worked for montana uh, Montana Developmental center, it was a school for the blind and deaf, and the first thing that the territorial governor which was in the set in eighteen hundreds the territorial governor of montana before it was a state it before was a it was a state it was a territory the believe first they're not thing,
5: some people don't know that
0: and the first thing that he did was to ask for funds to build this school for the blind because all the territories like you said were under the federal jurisdiction and they didn't have their own money and they had to go to the feds and that perpetuated the oh, whole yes, thing did. of the states going back to the feds well the states it, go back it, you to the think
5: feds. it does but it didn't it, it just didn't happen this wasn't a common thing till much later much, much later. But as
0: soon as it became a state, it should stop have looking to the feds for anything.
5: Well, it would have if the rest of the states weren't. Um, again, they, they didn't have that particular problem back then. Just back then, there wasn't this great progressive movement to destroy the Constitution. Uh, it just did, didn't happen. Well, what we had was, we need a government that functions. We need a government that functions for us. And that that's why humans create government. They, they want their rights protected and their property rights protected. That's what government is for. It's to protect your property rights, your intellectual rights, your, uh, you know, and provide, if your local government provides certain services that the constituency are willing to pay for. Not use federal government money, which is unconstitutional, but you have to use your own money. It's amazing how the things they want suddenly fall off when they realize they're going to have to pay for it,
4: well, why see the progs go- want everything.
5: God, I want to, I want to plow so I moved to Colorado. I want to, I wanna, I get this ranch at, and I want plowed roads. I want, I want, I want paved roads. I want sewer, wa- sewer and water. I want electricity. Put it. I want all these services. Well, who the hell's going to pay for it? Okay, if you I'm told not- that block that everyone on the block would have to pay
0: for maintenance for everything for all of it,
5: the road, the Sewer, the lectures, they If you told they had to pay and told them how much it was going to cost them, they would not do it. But because they get it for what they consider for free, just by asking, they don't care. Well, again, because the they two, raise everybody's property tax, not just theirs. And the
0: two examples that I have to give here in Montana is when they he petitioned the federal government for these monies. The federal government said no. They actually said, that's your, that's your territory, it has nothing to do with, you know, federally, that we have no jurisdiction on that, blah, blah, blah. So what did he do? He went out to all the rich ranchers and he raised the money and they built the damn place.
5: What I like to say, what I find amazing is, yeah, but then we ended up getting federal money for the- For, for the, the many For anyway. doing it. Uh, for, yeah, for having the kids. This, everything here is about uh, retarded children. Uh, now right. it's all about retarded children, crazy people, and, and, and criminals. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the, so that's the economy here <laughs> in Montana, pretty much. <laughs>
0: it is. But the other thing I wanted to say is that uh, we always bring up too is that our um vol volunt- our fire departments are all volunteer here.
5: Yes, and the ambulance too. Yep. Yep.
0: There's no. There's one paid ambulance. A one. That's the only one. Not in Butte. That's, imbued, that's in Helena, right? No, A1's in Butte. There's one.
5: Oh, what are they doing? Transport's for... Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah. yeah that, that's not emergency work. That's different. Yes, you can, believe it or not. Uh, we, When we left Long Island, New York, and Suffolk County, uh, before I, we left, I was a volunteer fireman and a volunteer ambulance while I was working in New York City. And they believe it or not, I had to stop it because they just expected me to be able to, you know, come in, uh, do whatever I have to do for them, even though I have to go to work and I have to leave. They didn't understand the importance of the thing that paid my bills. Uh, I can't volunteer when I'm supposed to be working, okay? Uh, There was a law that gave me leeway and I never used. I could have actually got paid from New York City EMS for working as a volunteer because it was during the time I was supposed to be working for them, and there's this weird volunteer uh, law, in long at least in Long Island, New York. No, I think it was all of New York, where you have to pay them. If they actually go to a voluntary thing, and that prevents them from coming into work, they require that they pay them. Anyway, so I could have got my money for the volunteer work, but I never, ever, ever used that. I would never steal from anybody, including New York City citizens. Uh, that wouldn't be right. I tried to explain that to my volunteer people. I got to go to work first. This is second. Um, They didn't understand it, so we parted ways, and they lost me, and oh well.
0: Okay. The, the moral of the story is that it can Don't piss be off the people who are more
5: experienced than you to no. do the job. Be no. glad oh, they're no. there. Be glad no. you're as experienced as me no. actually working in your ambulance. No,
0: that Those we can are. actually do this, people. We can get our states back. Stop taking money from the federal government because we're not going to give them any money. So it's going to stay with us. It's
5: it, Well, no. The, the donor states will be great. The donor states, which is the majority, really. They'll they'll do well. Now, this is important. We need the ones who are recipient states to agree. Citizens, not government. I don't give a crap about the government. You, do you agree? Cause if you do, it's time to move. Say so. Say something. Act like it. Do something. Stop this nonsense. We need you. I'm not the I'm not the answer. Levin's not the answer. Hannity's not the answer. You're the answer. We're all trying to reach you. We're all trying to talk to you. We, we can't do it alone. It's, we need you. You need to act on, on the information we give you, not just sit, and listen, and agree and go, "uh, uh," and just it, not do anything about it. There were plenty of people like that in the colonies. It's human nature. This percentage of people don't want to do a damn thing or don't think they should have to do this. This is really, not, you know, that's for politicians. <laughs> It, wow. Well, if you're going to keep leaving it to the politicians, you're going to get more of the same. We're 18 trillion dollars in debt in, in the national general government. We are trillions of dollars of debts through the state governments. Add the municipalities; it's staggering. We'll never pay it all, ladies and gentlemen. I don't believe there's 18 trillion dollars in the world. There's not that much currency in the world right now and we're talking about pushing way over 20 with all the states and the, where aware we're way beyond that how are we gonna what what good can come of all this debt ladies and gentlemen? you've been brought up in a nonsensical notion that debt is good credit cards buy what you want when you want it you don't have to wait till you have the money Pay now, pay for it later. Oh, I remember oh. that. I remember them trying to hawk that to my father's generation. That didn't work. They tried that of my father's generation. This credit card stuff. Pff, they wouldn't even have an ATM card. They wanted no part of it. They were smart. We had been brought up to be doofuses. Oh, but I could never have afforded that crock pot if I didn't have a credit card. Hey, yeah, good. You just wouldn't have had it as soon but you could to add it. Look, if, if if you're so wonderful you just need some extra cash for doing anything, you can go to your credit union or bank and you know say, Here. they know you. They know what you're worth. They know how much you make. They know what you can afford. And then you can take out a loan if you like. That's the way it used to be even in my generation. I'm not that old. I'm only 52. I know. I said it out loud. It seems old. Yeah. Before you know it, Kids, you'll be here. <laughs> uh, and, uh, let's get back to the Constitution and liberty and forget and stop thinking being able to buy crap you can't afford is liberty. Not needing the crap in the first place is liberty. Which is why I've tried to simplify my life. Susan doesn't quite enjoy it. But it's not, I enjoy it either. I enjoy the fact that I... I can afford stuff, and I can pay for stuff, and I don't owe a billion, uh, more than I'm worth. But anyway, let's get back to uh, Thomas Jefferson here.
0: Are you really going to write these people?
5: Uh, yes. When John Adams, I don't say things I don't mean. I may forget. I, don't let me forget. I
0: won't let you forget. Oh, so like, no, I I I I'm
5: writing them. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't wait to write them. Thank you so much for screwing the whole story up. When John Adams' wife Abigail died, Thomas Jefferson wrote to him November the 13th, 1818. This would be the time where they mend their relationship, their friendship. Again, they did not write, they did not talk. Remember, Thomas Jefferson resigned as vice president, walked out on John Adams, and then ran against him and beat him. John, now, Thomas Jefferson, we did this, it won't be in the story. But it's important. Thomas Jefferson went to the White House and visited Adams, you know, before the changeover. After he won the election, there was actually a long time. Uh, but anyway, he went there and uh, he tried to make up with him. And, you know, Adams pretty much just was as courteous as he could be. But he it didn't go anywhere. And that's why their friendship ended. Until now, when it came back. And then they died on the exact same day. That's amazing. What's even more amazing? A soothsayer told them that they were going to die on the same day. And they did. And with that, this has been the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And say goodnight Susan.
0: Good night, Susan.
5: And we're out of
0: here.